Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling little half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Mula Rig Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple Blair, huh? Best podcast, watch it in the air, huh? From the rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling little half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Wear Hop Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the red velvet to my Kira Hogan, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, yes. We're back. Ooh, we're back. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, season five. Well, yeah, sure. What do you mean? I mean, because we, we said we don't know the season, so we just another I, another episode. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> you I didn't know the season, and then now I know the season. We're on season five. Plus it sounds good that way. Okay, sure. Like five? Five? Four. But six is yeah. too much. We'll get to six mm-hmm. eventually. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're sorry. Mari, how's it do? I'm very caffeinated today for this season yeah. five premiere of the wrestling where happened. By the way, thank you for not making me a Hogan. I, I don't want anything to do with oh. that family. Wow. Um, whether they're related by blood or not. And um, yeah, I do like red velvet cupcakes. So that works out really well for me. <laughs> Who doesn't like red velvet? Um, good morning. Uh, good day, Mari. <laughs> people, whenever people are listening, uh, how's it going? I mean, it's going good. I can't believe it. It was such a long month and some mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I, I've never felt like the same period of time feel like it was extremely long and yet when yeah. you look at the actual days, it's like it was basically nothing. It was about four weeks. I know. <laughs> but it felt like a lot longer. Four or five. Than that. Something like that. Yeah. It I will say those nights that I spent, this is emotional, but like crying myself to sleep when I thought to myself, like, where's Mari? Why are we not podcasting <laughs> together? I had dreams where I was like, oh, we just finished the wrestling wrap up, like two hour dreams. And Wow. It was all fake. It wasn't real. We didn't have any of those conversations, but now we can have them. Now that's that's what this is all I about. I miss you too. I truly miss you, Matt. 
Of not course. wrestling. No, I miss you and <laughs> wrestling. Wrestling. And wrestling probably missed us. Maybe is is kind of where I would leave that. But hmm. uh, we're back. Nice. Um, you know, doing the thing. We yeah. we we skipped over. We we uh, dodged the releases, which was nice. Uh, no, nah, well, nah. I mean we still got to <laughs> talk about them. But <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean it. We we've been gone. So like we yeah. asked, we 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 asked our um our uh, of course our Loyal. infamous Facebook group. Yeah, job has a squadcast Facebook group, home of the RHAP patrons who love wrestling or just RHAP community in general that loves yeah. uh, wrestling. So if you want to get in and talk with us and all the other wrestling fans, um, you can let us know, reach out to yeah. us. Uh, we'll get you into the job has a squad cast Facebook group, but we asked them. So what did we miss Matt? Um, a lot. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot to catch up on it's interesting because obviously we just came off of wrestlemania backlash which mm-hmm. yeah that name about. will never stop annoying me I, it, it pisses me off like <laughs> like literally the logo and branding of it is like so wait annoying. this is wrestlemania so annoying. oh wait no 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 this is the raw after no wait no this is a completely different pay-per-view with the same name as two different pay-per-view well i guess yes gone, but it's a lot it's a lot yes so it's, we'll talk it's about it basically that, that was basically a glorified house show so let let's get into it Ooh. we're going to talk about the highlights of the month question mark um, <laughs> if you want to follow along we have yeah. <laughs> we have a handy uh highlights playlist that's included in the description of not only the podcast but the YouTube page. Um, so just click the description below. Hopefully you're watching us on YouTube at roundhousepodcast.com slash YouTube. Yeah. I mean, mm. Rob, YouTube. Yeah, it's guys. Rob has a website.com slash YouTube or you go yes. on YouTube, search Rob has a podcast yes. or you might already be subscribed. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button and hit that little notification bell because Thank what you. are you doing if you're not subscribed for all of the content on Rob has a podcast look at that thank thank you matt because the plugs are not plugging for me today um <laughs> the plugs are plugged up <laughs> so, yeah, and that's so, what coming back from a break is <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about wrestlemania backlash which just technically happened last sunday even though again it feels like it was a millennia ago i mean um, a week is a long time these days come on truly Ooh. truly uh when I say it really felt like a house <laughs> show, like I don't even like it's well, kind of yeah. weird because they went from like um like uh doing their like really big events on like Saturdays, you know, those last mm-hmm. few pay-per-views were like on Saturdays and they felt like like must watch and WrestleMania backlash really felt like it's very oh skippable. I didn't but, even wow, Amari, wow. I didn't even process the fact that it was a Sunday. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, I mean, it, I watched it on Sunday, but I didn't yeah. even think about the fact that this was a Sunday instead of a Saturday. It didn't even like I didn't even blink at that. That's yeah, weird. yeah. It's, it, and it was it was in Providence, Rhode Island. Shout out to some of the listeners who were able to go. They sent us yeah. amazing pics. Mm-hmm. Um, 
of their seats and stuff like that. So shout, shout out to you guys. We love it when you share your um, your pictures with us. And, and it looked like everybody yeah. had great seats. <laughs> you know, I was like, what is is everyone in like I don't even know whose family you'd be in if you. But like, is everyone in the family like just getting the the comp seats uh, up Man. close and personal? I mean, and I'll just y'all rich understand- Look, rich, rich, rich. And you know what? We love it because your listeners here uh, give us your money um, or become an RHIP yeah. patron, speaking of rich. But anyway, um, yeah. one thing I would say is that uh, it's cool, too, because we get all these moments where listeners are like, hey, I got back into wrestling because of you or got interested because of you. And now I'm going to shows. So hopefully the shows aren't disappointing, but <laughs> it happens and uh. we're not responsible for that. Yeah, so it it truly like when I tell you, I was like kind of like uh, uh, going back and forth. I don't even know what I was watching that night. I don't even think anything was <laughs> truly on that night. But I was just like not. I was like, okay, is I was checking Twitter. I was like, is Cody and Seth going? Okay, let me tune in. Like, yeah, I was just really only turn tuning in when I saw something might be like interesting online. Like that's how like crazy i did not care about it at all but like i guess yeah mm -hmm. i just was gonna say one of the things that automatically kind of turned me off of this and you know we'll talk more about the women's division later but just looking at the card and seeing only one women's match on the card was frustrating ashley wrote in with the question of like can we discuss how disrespectful I hope I emphasize that as much as you wanted it, Ashley. Um, can we discuss how disrespectful it was that we have an amazing women's tag champs team right now and an amazing Raw Women's Champion, and yet the only women's match we got on the Sunday was Charlotte versus Ronda, which, by the way, I would say match of the night um, by far. Oh. <laughs> um, but mm, maybe because the rest of the show was not really doing what it was supposed to be doing. But yeah, it was just disrespectful. Like, where were all of our up? Because <clears throat> everyone says that we always make things about race. Um, but like, yeah. where are black women's champions? Where is, where's Naomi? Where's Sasha? Where's Bianca? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about how the women's division is like getting, it's just so good right now. Um, minus, you know, some of the, yeah. the one of the top titles, but like, yeah, it, it just didn't make sense. Like the, the, the mat, the card itself, again, when I tell you it, it had there were only six matches, you know, on it, yeah. like it truly, and, and a, and a few of them, let's see, one, Two, three, two. four of them Ooh. were, of course, WrestleMania. You know, that's the whole point of WrestleMania backlash is just basically always the, you know, run it back, run it back from WrestleMania. Um, and then the whole, and then they made the, the, we thought we were going to get the Usos versus RK Bro in the unification match, but then they turned it into like the, the six man tag match. A house which, show main event, basically. Exactly, exactly. For, for like no stakes. I was Literally. like, you just took the stakes out of everything. Like the, none of the titles are on the line. So I truly don't care. I mean, it, you know, it's a serviceable six man tag match, but it was just kind of like, okay, you know. Yeah. Um, well, but that's always the thing for me and uh, that I always come back to because obviously it's pro wrestling and, you know, 
you we we suspend disbelief along the way in a lot of ways as we follow the stories and obviously mari we know what wrestling is like it's predetermined Mm -hmm. and all the things but like you need stakes you need reasons for characters to be motivated to do things and if they're just fighting for no reason and you can't wrap your head around that then like how do you get invested so yeah it's tough it's tough to see when people yeah because they have writing teams they have writing Mm. teams you would assume unless they're gone we just never heard about it but no they have they have writing teams they're they're still there you can Uh, okay they're still there got it yeah (laughs) they and they open with cody and and seth rollins so i was just kind of (laughs) like y'all That's kind of the one match I truly was looking forward to. So, well, that's don't you appreciate? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, let's just get the big business out of the way. You know, maybe they should have ended the show with like a happy Corbin Madcap Moss or something. Oh, that's horrendously no. Horrendously. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, always put the always put the thing that we care about least at the end so that we don't have to stay until the end. That's not how that works. (laughs) 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 No, I know, right? Um, But yeah, so like, so one of the first things uh, we'll talk about. So speaking of Cody Rhodes and Seth, yeah. Seth Rollins, I thought they had. I thought their match was great. Did did it top the WrestleMania one? I don't know. Only because I, I guess now my you know going into WrestleMania, we yeah. thought we might know who it was. Then it it was who he was, and then our Mm-mm. expectations, of course, were like we didn't know what to think, and then it was great, and so. Yeah. Here, I still think it was great, but I think since we had already seen them put on a great match, it was just like still great, you know. And and I guess the biggest surprising thing was Cody still won again because I I'm pretty sure a lot of us probably expected for them to split fifty fifty. Because I didn't even WWE. I didn't I didn't though because well, WWE can you know they could do whatever they want yeah and they'd like to do whatever they want right, right. but like. I wasn't surprised because, I mean, I guess there was, I, what up. I heard from the fans, there was a lot of speculation. But in my mind, if the story ends up being, Cody, you weren't prepared to, you, I wasn't prepared to face you at Mania. Now I'm prepared and I could beat you. Like that kind of takes a little bit away from Cody's Cody. team mm-hmm. as a top star. And so I'm not surprised he got the win here to be like, yeah, I'm Cody freaking Rhodes. And I'm legit and I'm I'm actually as good as I am. So it made sense. But I think for me, because of that, it was just like a I didn't need it. But I mean, it's a story. They're continuing the story. They I are continuing that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, so Cody is getting like really pushed. Like they're putting him everywhere. So I mean you know, we're not jinxing it, hopefully, but so far, I mean, the jump is looking great. He's, he's, yeah. I mean, I swear every day it's a different, you know, the, the, the reporters are following him. He's at house shows kissing babies, basically. He's, <laughs> um, I, I only bring that up because they, they yeah. um, we got a question from Edmo. Edmo! Edmo! They said, what do you think of the alleged tease for the Money in the Bank winner main eventing WrestleMania? So there was a Money in the Bank, um, like a hype promo because Money in the Bank is in uh, July, I believe. Um, sure. Yeah, it is. It's in July after Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell yeah. is. Yeah, I think, uh, it, I think Money in the. 
they no, you know, no Helen Estelle they is in flopped. Yeah, they did some weird stuff last year and the year before, probably too. Yeah, so so Helen Estelle it's June fifth, I think, and then damn, I don't know. That's soon. That's soon. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but anyways, I don't know. They're, they're coming up really close together, and um, so uh, in the the Money in the Bank promo. Uh, Cody Rhodes is talking and he says um, uh, where one male, one female male superstar and female superstar win the money in the bank and main event WrestleMania and everybody's like, oh, 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 what? What do you, what? Cody, um, I know you just got back, but that's not that's not how it works. Exactly how it works. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but it was huh. like, was that like a, so people were like, is that, was that a spoiler or like, what is happening? Because it just truly no. doesn't make sense when the Royal Rumble is like right there. <laughs> like you, but it's also not promise. a, it's not a spoiler in the sense that you, we know how they changed their plans. So even if it was a right. spoiler, it's not going to be it, a spoiler. It just doesn't truly make sense. Maybe he, maybe if we're thinking like five steps ahead, it's like, the money in the bank winner can main event mess at WrestleMania if they cash in and win and then go on as champion to main event. Everyone's you know what I'm saying? on the main event now, though. Yeah. Like, that's the whole Vince that's McMahon true. thing. Oh, everything's the main event. And which, like, obviously it's not. But also, um, Cody, I don't know, Mr. Rhodes, if you have heard of uh, The Rock, but mm-hmm. I believe that we're looking forward to The Roman and The Rock going head to head at Mania next year. So, yeah, just saying, stay out of the way, stay out of the Annoy <laughs> family business. Well, so, and then uh, again, shout out to the Job House Squadcast Facebook group because that's what um, we got another question about. Um, oh. Uh, with long-term storytelling. Yeah. Oh, let me pull it up well, here. Uh, you oh. know what? I will always say I'm always I always feel so surprised when I hear the questions. Yeah. Oh, we have another question. We have people who listen. Thank who you so listen? much for listening and caring and for asking questions. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we got a, a question here. Oh. From Justin Feinberg, from, from WWE is not exactly known for his long-term storytelling, but the setup is there for Cody Rhodes to be the guy to eventually beat Roman Reigns, right? Like, so, I, yeah, I can see that, but then it sparked uh, a long discussion. I mean, it, it, wait, it sparked a long discussion yeah. in, in the Facebook group because, uh-huh. like, there because people were like, "Well, Drew's getting pushed. You know, Drew versus Roman is getting pushed." And so the the thing is like, but Roman has two titles, you know, and it and it's unified in a sense that it's on him, but it still seems like they'll eventually right. be split. So yeah. a good. So the 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 thing is that Drew take one title and does Cody take another one? And then somebody was like, "But what about you know the Rock is coming?" And then. They were like, well, the, I kind of agree that the Rock and Roman don't truly need that t- a title to be on the line. They are fighting for the head of the table. So but, if, if Roman somehow loses both those championships beforehand, mm-hmm. maybe even losing one of them due to Rock interfering, um, that could be a good propeller for that. Because I, I truly I agree. I don't think they need the titles for that. Or a title for that. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. And there's a lot there to unpack. So one, one, I don't think that we're headed to Cody Roman Reigns Mm. soon. I think that the, in my mind, the smart thing would 
to do would be to somehow not have them touch like over the let's say over the next year i don't know what that looks like but Mm -hmm. like you don't you definitely don't need to rush them together the drew thing is so strange to me it's always been so strange to me because i don't really get why they push him like that but yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and then he has then, a very large yeah. subsection of fans. He does, he does, and he's and cool. Good for, yeah, and he is mm-hmm. cool, and he has a sword, and yeah. um, you know, people right. like that Game of Thrones, you know, that type of thing. Uh, but anyway, you know, like on top of that, though, I do think that I just want Roman to have the championship forever. Now, I yeah. do think though it would be a little I don't know how I feel about the idea of the rock beating him for the championship cuz like in a world where nobody like none of the active roster could beat him and then the rock does it, it kind of looks a little funny. So Exactly. With you, they just need to find some way to get the championships off of him without you know, while he's still established as the head of the table. Yeah. So exactly. So I I could see I could see a scenario where it's like straight up him and Drew and they 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 build they build it to like him and he actually loses to Drew because I think mm. if so if there's somebody he can like legitimately lose it to where people won't be like oh my god you know I could see it being Drew like I I mean Drew does nothing for me we've talked about this but I mean, I, yeah. I would rather him lose it to to Drew than again to back to a Brock Lesnar or something like that you know. And then I can see like if if Cody if if I could see them change the belt in between that like that that road between Royal Rumble and um between Mania. Royal Rumble and Mania by again introducing the rock to to have him like like maybe Cody wins money in the bank and then cashes in on him while he's down. I think that's how they could take that last title off of him. I think I think I think yeah. Roman would have to get cashed in on in a way that like can protect him, you know? And if and you know yeah. I can see something to that effect. So so I I could see it I, and I like it and then we got to talk about it be, and the reason why people this is like getting a lot of steam and stuff is cuz Roman just like Re- maybe Ooh. he didn't re-sign. He's always he's had a long contract to begin with, but I think he negotiated for a new contract where he gets a lighter schedule. Because after a house show in Trenton, New Jersey, he basically was like, you know, uh, you guys been rocking with me. I've been here for a, f- a few times, and just in case I don't come back, like I just want to let you know mm. I appreciate you. Yeah. So it, maybe it sounds dark depending on <laughs> how you're reading. How it, you? But. Yeah. And Ooh. so of course all the journos were like, yeah, Roman just signed for a lighter schedule like he it yeah. sounds like he got like that Brock Lesnar type deal where he he's doing way less house shows he's they just announced he will not be at Hell in a Cell this year so again mm. right wait is it Hell in a Cell yeah it's Hell in a C- oh my god the pay-per-view schedule is so ah! in flux wait hold on it's Hell in a Cell and then Money in the Bank of course it is, Mari. Of course it is. That's why I'm just going to yeah. confirm. Yes, Pulling okay, up the I knew it. Schedule, Hell in a Cell was June 5th. You're yeah. always right, though, Mari. Sunday, June... Oh, another Sunday. Sunday, mm. June 5th in Chicago is Hell in a Cell. Saturday, Saturday like July weeks? 2nd. Saturday, July 2nd. 4th of July weekend in Las Vegas. Money in the Bank. 
Um, and then after, whoa, 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 July, whoa, 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 July, July 30th, though, is SummerSlam in Nashville. July 30th? Why are they moving summer? Why are they so close? They should move summer Why is it ba- not SummerSlam August? back to September or even October just to like make, you know, stretch out summer. Give us that summer vibe as long as possible. Wow. But I think they did it. I know they did it late August last time, so I think they do it late. probably talked about this how They've been it was doing it early late August for, for years now. Well, they're playing games. July thirtieth, Nashville. July thirtieth. What is that uh-huh. about? Look, Mari. If only we knew. If anyone knows what that's about, if anyone works Please. for WWE in their scheduling office, uh, let uh, hit us up. So what what's going to be there? their pay per view for August? Nothing. Yeah, they have one. They have the clash yeah. at the cast. WWE clash at the castle Saturday, Uh-oh. September third in Cardiff, Wales. Oh, do you like how I so, said that? Cardiff, I thought it was going to be so maybe one of the blood money pay per views. Well, no. Well, my, well. <laughs> Look, I'm like, is the UK also involved in the blood money? Because we do have WWE Crown Jewel. It says unannounced in October sometime in Saudi Arabia. So that's October. Yeah, Makes so sense. Yeah, they love yeah. they love to go there in October. And then, you know, maybe just to complete this list, uh Saturday, November twenty sixth is Survivor Series Survivor in Boston. Boston. I don't know yeah. if they're doing a pay-per-view in December or not, but we'll see. That the Probably. last stretch of the year is always so random. That's well, why we've been taking breaks. And I guess we know when we're taking our yeah, break because what I know. is that? What are they going to do in between like July? <laughs> the end of July to like, we'll figure it out. Oh yeah. But like the Breaking thing is, news, they're, they will probably <laughs> also do WWE day one. Yeah. Let's pull up our calendars and figure out when we're Jesus. the next break, when we're having season six. Anyways. Yeah, wild, wild time. So yeah, so Roman, so Roman is like preparing for like the next step, and he's you know he's gotten to that point where he's been doing it. Like him, and the Shield, when, when they um they debuted in like 2012, right on the main roster. Like he's been doing it for so long, so he now I mean, finally like has the the clout has, to do what he needs. He has really been up there and active for so for long, so long. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird in the conversation. Actually, the maybe the weirdest thing to me that happened while we were gone was this whole Randy Orton 20 year celebration because right. I didn't realize that that's a thing that we did. Like that we yeah. just were like celebrating. Where's Shelton Benjamin's 20 year celebration? Oh, that's huh? messed up. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. my question. I so, get it. But Randy is oh, I get super it. over. Sure. I'm surprised like, he's, yeah. Like yeah. it was just a good feel good moment. Like they didn't even it turn was. it into a storyline. Eh, and then it's awkward. Eh, whatever. I mean, a storyline that people care about. Gotcha. Well, I mean, uh-huh. people I mean, I like Brandy Orton. I, I, I yeah. I I like Brandy Orton. He <laughs> yeah. like talk about sure. a change. I just the the shackle that he's shackled to is just I cannot fully appreciate Not the shackles. Oh, the ball and chain. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> who doesn't wear shoes? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oof. 
Um, so yeah, so like with Roman and Cody, I, I think the the biggest thing to take away from here is like it's going to be very interesting to see how because they got to take the they uh, this this long reign where they're basically making it so it's going to be hard for another modern wrestler to touch his his like yeah. streak makes even more sense. They are like etching him in the history books because when he mm-hmm. walks away, he's he's you know he's going to walk walk away. So. It's very yeah. exciting, you know. Whenever yeah. they're done doing this whole unification match with RK Bro, and and he came out on on Saturday, Saturday. Oh my God, on SmackDown, it was like you know we mm. smashed them all, and who's next? And it was you know it's really great. It's Roman being Roman, so yeah, yeah. It you know it's it is it getting a little tedious at this point? Maybe a little, a little bit. But I think yeah. it's, I think part of it for me is. Okay, because like thinking about the Rock match, assuming that that happens, let's even put it, let's say it's going to happen at WrestleMania next year. Who are they? Like, is are we supposed to assume that Drew is going to be the next guy or like, or Cody or like, I don't know. I just like, I get concerned because I don't know who they're building and they're not really building. Building new stars with like even but like drew doesn't really count as a new star cody in a way is a new star but that's like different like it would be nice if they actually were building people up to kind of fill in that spot once roman can't be there it and it makes me wonder again like how i mean i know he was like in the tag team dregs when it happened but it also makes me think like with big e's neck injury like where could we have been with that as well? Oh you know? my god! And you saw the news on that, right? I think it's going to take longer. There. Yeah, uh-huh. which is the, it's not totally healing as. Thing. We I think we talked right about now, this right? a little. I think we mm-hmm. talked about this a little, where we were like, "It's good, but hold your breath because it's a neck injury, and you it's don't still a neck injury exactly. You know, you never know what could happen with that. Yeah, so. it's not. It's not. He uh, Biggie came out and said his neck was not healing. Um, as 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 quick, not even as quickly, but as well as it's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And I think so, they were saying he might need a fusion, a yeah, neck fusion of some sort. Which yeah, which would suck. Which yeah. would really suck. Like in in, I, in retrospect, yeah. like the yeah. neck fusion is something that took out like Nikki Bella for long periods of time. Of course, we know Edge. You know, I this think is Sting had like Sting. either Edge or mm-hmm. Sting had like four neck fusions. Yeah, with their injury. But like obviously, we saw with actually with all of these cases, like they were all able to. Edge is a definitely an extreme example because yeah. he was gone for like eight years. But yeah, like yeah, everyone else Bella. was able to come back eventually. But they had to all take out, and that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. I like it, and and you know it it and it all depends too because is it, it is it neck? Because I think um that's Paige as well. Paige had like neck. Oh. issues but I think she so had sad. also like concussion issues on top of it but anyways we don't know anybody's I mean, medical there was a lot going on yeah we don't know anybody's medical history so but like the, I guess what, what I'm saying is a good thing is it's like as far it's just the broken neck so far and not like also like brain injury or anything like that as well I just want to say I appreciate you as the medical professional um, really <laughs> respecting HIPAA here I know. <laughs> we're not like look you don't know people's medical exactly. situation yeah so. it's it's rough but oh I mean we weren't even yeah. really talking about him but like all the best to, to Biggie, Biggie exactly 
So speaking of Edge, um, at WrestleMania Backlash, we know Damian Priest was barred from ringside with Edge's match against rematch against AJ Styles. Fortunately for him, though, another person dressed in black came oh. to help him a little bit. And I, this reveal was I actually liked the camp of it all. It was so campy, was it not? It was just so we just from the back, we're just seeing a person all in black. They're all like all tall and they're all hooded. And um they're they come in, they kind of like bow to edge a little bit. The crowd in the back, I what I really liked about this moment was the crowd in the back because the person was turned away from hard cam. So yeah, you know, the audience can't see it except for the like the crowd in the back who can and just slowly watching the crowd like like look in and realizing who it is was actually really kind of cool. It made the moment. Yeah. But we get Rhea Ripley standing up. We get her like uh, throwing the hood back which of course everybody was talking about how she like basically emo dyed blacked her hair and then mm-hmm. like did this look over her shoulder at the hard cam. It was great. I was like this is this is high drag here. Like, in- <laughs> Yeah and you know what I just the crowd reaction was the best part of it for it was. me because I was nervous as I watched because I was just thinking oh they're going to start chanting Rhea, Rhea, Rhea mm-hmm. like the spoilers spoiler, and yeah. everything else and then you know, I'm looking at this masked figure and I'm like, okay, that's definitely Rhea Ripley. I don't know if those were her, I can't remember if those were like her normal um, pants, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that that is definitely Rhea Ripley. Well, I mean, yes, but also I, mean, I the think soldiers. her stature, her stature really yes. lends well to the mystery because she and, that, and they did kind of a, say, yeah, commentary mm-hmm. was like, I don't know if they if they directly said who is this man, but mm. they definitely <laughs> they were yes, giving they, that energy. They, they were, were giving, giving exactly, and so it 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 all really really worked. And I mean, we've all we've been saying it. People have been wanting it. We're like have Rhea join Edge, and um, so we get the kind of the celebration the next. The next day, the ju- mm-hmm. the judgment day. Edge is Edge is like on one. Like he is truly on it. Like Ugh, it this stable me. is so good. good. I know it's so amazing. Like to, I'm so happy for him. Like he is getting this like run, one more run as like evil personified and and giving giving disciples. We know yeah. we talk about how we love when they add women to stables. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so excited and called mm-hmm. calling Damien the punishment and calling um Rhea I think the like juggernaut. Ex- the juggernaut, the executioner, the the, the, the uh, there was a lot of things. It was so many. Too. It was All so good. Like it got me so high. Titles, yeah, he really did. And it's so funny with Rhea because the black hair really changed changes so much. <laughs> it did and, and it's I was so just subtle like, too because it's like yeah. the look is all. This is just Rhea Ripley that we're looking at here. And hopefully you're watching on the YouTube version to see the mm-hmm. pictures and the other visuals we'll pull up here. But damn. damn. She looks good. Yeah. And I'm so glad. I'm just like, again, I'm so happy for her because like she's always had it. And and like I said, I, I never really enjoyed her in NXT um, because of the presentation they had her in NXT. And then when she got moved up to the main roster, I was just like, man, they just keep like handing her L's. She kept taking these mm. Charlotte L's. I'm I'm glad the hair is, you know, it's kind of crazy that she needs to go back and get it like professionally done, uh, you know. Uh, wait, I mean, like, it's crazy in a sense, like, you can tell it's like a, it, it looks like a box dye to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Okay, but, but not in a bad way. Not in a bad well, way. It fits no. the persona. But I'm just saying, exactly. like, she doesn't yeah. go to a salon. She just exactly. dyes her hair in like a rest in a stop tub, in a basin. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that it's like she's no longer. You know, they cut her hair to begin with, so she would stop getting those Charlotte comparisons. And mm. so I, like, I this is what she needed. She's now like full on heel. She has edge talking that yeah. talk for her mm-hmm. you know and then they're also like a faction where it's like not necessarily is the goal titles it's just kind of like to hurt people which is like love it judgment. yes judgment exactly uh. so and Bianca, Bianca, oh my God, uh, Bianca, <laughs> I, I, I ran those I words like, together. Who? I ran those words together. Bianca needs a strong like heel to come up against and it can you know, down the line, it could be Rhea. Like, we don't even need to rush her going up against Rhea now. Um, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But, like, Ooh. I'm I'm very excited for Rhea. Hopefully this, like, really jumpstarts something for her. I'm ex- I'm I, truly excited for her. Yeah. Because I, I feel like she's been, like, they've been kind of wasting her, along with a, a myriad of, of the different women. But Rhea goes mm-hmm. on to, like, beat up Liv Morgan. Um I, I hope, hopefully, effectively ending that, but who knows? I, I want them you to know, move on from the living race Ray yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't need that, but I do appreciate that they didn't just totally drop it and move drop away it. from it. Exactly. But maybe, maybe this is the point where that happens. I mean, what we could see though, Mari, because you know, Edge and Priest have been having this mini feud with a well, not a mini feud really, with AJ Styles. And Finn Finn Balor, yeah, and mm-hmm. so it could be like a Finn AJ live situation, which yeah, I think I don't, te- they came and saved her after the match. I think yeah, yeah. I don't look good for Liv Morgan. It, it is strange there. because like we have this package that feels very uh, natural together in terms of Edge and Rhea and Priest and. I don't know if there's like a woman. One. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's a woman who's like bullet club adjacent, but like obviously yeah, they said the bullet babes. Like what? Who said the Somebody bullet? I called her a bullet babe. I was just like, okay, hey, no one. We don't need to. Who, we don't. Is she no? But no, first of all, bullets. We are anti-gun violence. Violence, <laughs> first of all. but secondly, um, yeah, whatever. I'm not do whatever they do, but it looks. I don't, I think I it's a great, it. yeah, it's a great feud because Liv Morgan is a consummate babyface, and if she's not going to be going yeah. for any type of title yet, have Rhea beat up on her for as long as possible. Have them yeah. put Finn, AJ, and and live in the dirt so that to get mm-hmm. Judgment Day over. Like I'm good with all of that. Not in the dirt. Oh in my god. Dirt. But you know what? I do love this for Rhea, um, especially being next to with Edge. Because that's just a great. You're, you're sitting under Edge's learning tree. I mean, the exactly. same for Priest, but for and then from Liv's perspective, if we do get to see her with AJ and Finn a good amount, then she's also under that learning tree. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll see both of them grow in that way, um, being around and, these veterans. Yeah, and yeah. it's a it's another storyline for women that doesn't include the title. Like that's that exactly. Is, yeah. That that also again feels like you know that you're putting them with the men, but it doesn't feel like an afterthought type thing. It's really really cool. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. talk All about right. this. All right. Let's talk about this because this was, what are we this talking was about? you said this was your match of the night. Uh Ronda Rousey. Ronda okay, Rousey don't put Starlight. words in my mouth. You I, said it. I didn't say it was my match of the night, Mari. I just said that in my opinion, it was the match of the night. Now, it was not my match, though. And you know what? We have to show the obligatory here's your bestie, uh, Miss Charlotte, yeah. uh, in the peacock look, uh, peacock purple. And it was the yeah. best match of the night. I mean, what else would have been the best match of the night? I they mean- were kicking each other's asses. They were referencing different things like there was a reference yeah. to uh Charlie to what's her fish sasha, sasha mm-hmm. you know and so i this was really well done i feel like charlotte said okay i'm not going to be around after this match to so let me actually put mm-hmm. some effort in and it showed yeah this was the yeah. best performance for Rhonda in any sense in my mind since she's returned which is not saying a lot but it is it was like it, it would be a great on a house show. <laughs> I've said it time and time time again. Please. I first off, I've I've seen this live. I've seen them use weapons live. I was there at that Survivor Series where they did that live. But if you need to rely on weapons and like all of that to like get a story over, you're just not good at your job. I'm sorry, I don't care. I like I. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, like I like uh, hitting people uh, with kendo sticks. Like we could go and hit each other with kendo sticks right now, and and not. We would do such all. a good job too. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just not impressed. Like it. Like I get it. It's it because I guess it's to me. Yeah. It's the violence is what's what's drawing you. The violence is what's pulling you in. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. I just. I don't know. It's like a little bit of a shock factor too because you like even with the kendo stick you're seeing it and you're like ooh Charlotte's going to have some legit bruises after that or you're like ooh the sound of the kendo stick because that's really what kendo sticks are. It's just the sound Mm -hmm. is like the the key thing that that's the key benefit to the kendo stick Yeah, or else we're going to go with like a steel chair set situation. So yeah I'm with you. Well, I mean, I'll also say like the okay, this match gave me the energy of Rhonda before her break where they did a really good job of like scripting out her matches and putting them together where I was Mm. like excited during her first run every match she had because I'm like how is she on her third match and she's like, she was doing stuff that it was surreal at the time because you're like, what? Ronda Rousey is a wrestler. Like she knows how to do things in the ring. That's mm-hmm. wild. This, I'm, I totally agree with you though. And something that I would even say for Ronda is, you know, like you could almost tell that they don't want to, they, they want to protect her as much as possible, not only in terms of her character, but physically. Mm-hmm. There was the match, and I'm sure that. Not to jump ahead, but like there was the match on SmackDown this past week where it was Ronda and special Raquel, open mm-hmm. challenge Raquel Rodriguez. And there maybe Ronda took one or two bumps, like maybe two or three bumps, but it was not a lot of bump, like actual like flat back bumps that she took mm-hmm. in the match. And I was I was watching because I was like thinking to myself, oh, like how does MMA 
and Ronda's work and schedule there compared with WWE. WWE, in my mind, is so much more brutal, but they find ways of like protecting Ronda's body by bringing in the kendo sticks or not having her bump a lot. Uh, or, you know, they're, 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 you know, it's interesting. It's just very interesting to watch her for me. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, what I don't Especially like about it is because talking. <laughs> I've been saying it like since WrestleMania, like it's such a, element of sloppiness to, to me like it's it's yeah. truly sloppy work but they disguise it as it's real her and charlotte are really hitting each other so that's why it looks like a real match like a real mma it's like i don't i don't truly care about that if i wanted to watch mma i'd watch mma right you know and that's what that that's what that i put matt al- allowed them to do because they allowed them to really kick each other allowed them to really kindle stick each other you know allowed them to like legit do some like real stuff to each other that it doesn't need to look pretty, you know, mm-hmm. which is the hardest thing, you know, is, is making it look good while also protecting your, your, your partner. Yeah. So that's why I just wasn't, wasn't a, a, a true fan of it, but, and, and speaking in which, like you brought up the Raquel uh, Rodriguez match. The funny thing is I actually preferred that match. I watched that match. I was like, this match yeah. is not for me uh, for several reasons, uh, but mm-hmm. I watched it. Like, you know, for the, the, I just don't like either one of them, but, um, you don't like Raquel Rodriguez or Rhonda? Rhonda? Yeah. They are Damn. not my two favorite women. I know. Yeah. No, it's, it's well, I mean, uh, yeah. We, we, but let okay. me keep, keep going, keep going. Keep going Cause I want to come back to because, Raquel actually. Yeah. Because I actually thought the match was really good because, like you said, Rhonda, you said she didn't take any bumps. She took a few bumps, but few. She, like most of the most of the the time she was, you know, she was getting worked. That whole match, she yeah. didn't work. Like Ra- 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 Raquel yeah. was working her, and they did a really good job of Raquel would bring would bring her up about the slammer. You mm-hmm. know, Ronda counters like it was. That was like a exactly. good. That was a lot a lot of portion of the match, and I thought that it looked really well with Ronda working with a base who bases like a base mm-hmm. who's really there to kind of like try and throw you around and make it look like they're ragdolling you because Charlotte doesn't truly kind of work like that, you know. And um, some of my favorite Ronda matches have always been against Nia Jax. I think I think her and Nia had the oh, best damn, matches, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it was just the whole dynamic of you know, the, the big versus the small and just having a good base. So I, I actually preferred Rhonda versus Raquel over the Charlotte and I, and, you know, and her getting the roll up and all that. Yeah. So like, I like as I much as those two saying. women, yeah, as much as those two women do nothing for me, I actually thought that that was a, a solid, solid match. Well, like you know, maybe though, if you gave, like, if you just randomly gave us Raquel and Rhonda for 15 minutes and you're getting like exactly what you're talking about that size dynamic and everything and them working like that like Mm -hmm. that could be actually a really great match for both of them heck like yeah I mean and and, and then I see what you're saying because I was about to say heck throw in the kendo sticks and everything else but that also kind of takes away from that dynamic and it takes away from the classic story the size story because it ends up being an equalizer too um I mean, just on the note of Raquel Rodriguez, by the way, I don't like she. Okay, maybe I'm a hater, but she smiles Mm. too much is my thing. And she's talked about this in interviews Raquel has about how she's like, I'm just so happy and I love to be here. And 
and like I just want to show it. But and I guess Vince McMahon apparently said, Raquel, go out there and smile, right? Which is like infuriating as it is. But I mean it just feels forced. Like you don't baby face one on one. I mean it's baby face one on one. Yeah, exactly. it is baby face one on one, but it's just like worst. Yeah. Like too much. It's the rock smiling as Rocky yeah. Maivia. Like it's too much. Like you, sometimes you don't do that, but if you have no character, yeah. that's what happens. Because it's like, you know? what? What's like your? What's the secret that you have? Like, Mari, what's uh-huh. Raquel's secret? Like, if you really look in her eyes at her smile, like, why right. is she so happy? Let's move along. So I'm Ron just is like, the, what is going on? Ron is the, the new SmackDown champion. She beat Charlotte at the I Quit match because she kayfabe broke Charlotte's arm. And then it was announced, um, you know, that Charlotte will be out in death, out of action indefinitely, which <sighs> of course she will be because that's all Charlotte does. If she doesn't have the title, she's off somewhere and then comes back and gets the title or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, mostly because I said all that, that sounded like a hater, but congratulations because it's her and Andrade are going to get married this summer and then they're going to take time off you together. Don't... So that's basically why they're doing this. So we'll Charlotte's gone. Send it to her. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte's gone, mm-hmm. which okay. Um, Rhonda's having, Rhonda's having Open challenges that include Ra- Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. Apparently, Shotzi and Aaliyah might be fighting for the next one, something to that effect. So, the moral yeah. of the story are my girls are safe. My girls are far away from Rhonda, and I am ecstatic about that. <laughs> like, I could not be more happy. Uh-huh. Keep them as far away from her as possible. So wow. well, I'm, I mean, I'm good. I'm happy for now. For now, but you're you know you never know about like it doesn't uh, matter as until gr- that okay. happens. Yes. Bianca's the the other champion. She's fine. Yeah, they're fine. Bianca, yes, Sasha, Sasha and Naomi, and all Naomi good. are yes, they are they are great. The only no, we don't the know only one Bailey I'm worried is. about. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm so scared for mommy. I'm so scared for for Bailey. Come but back again. No, come you back. don't have to be scared. But don't for come her back because. At the end of the day, if Bailey comes back and has a feud with Rhonda, it's gonna be great because it's Bailey. Now I not mean, the, yeah. now the Bailey side of it will be great. Bailey will come out looking great. She could literally get beaten time and time and time again by Rhonda and still do it in a way that makes her look really good and gets her over, especially as that heel ding dong hello character. So I'm not worried, but we do need Bay 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 back yeah. in our yes, on our screen. She I really needs to gonna... stop playing games because um, I have like I feel like there are lots of things where they're like, wait, Bailey, you're healthy. You're healthy now. OK, so could you be in the ring? And then she was at like the Please. Kids Choice Awards in the background. She one was time. there. She was at the, the TV last night. I just apparently. don't appreciate She's making me angry by staying know. for so long. I know. And so, and my biggest thing about Bailey coming back is mm-hmm. like, it's hard because it's like, I loved her heel character. So I want her to come back as the heel character. But also, if she comes back, I'm cheering for her. So it's like really hard. And if you, if she comes back and you want me to boo her against Ronda Rousey, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I will say, I love that they kind of, um, it's so fascinating to me. Like they had the whole hugger, hugger um, gimmick, which 
By the way, great shirt, great hugger shirt, iconic hugger shirt um, back in the day. They had that and then they just moved away from it and it was totally okay because, again, Bailey knows what she's doing. She's mm-hmm. a pro. She could do whatever gimmick they want. But I, I secretly, I don't know how they'll get there, but I want that character back one day with the headband, really? the side ponytail. One day. Wow. One day, not not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Because the the heel character has so much more room to go to it grow, because she can still be a a heelish character and be a face in, in the character in the role model character. But I I think I feel like people forget about how like when Bailey was in NXT, they were comparing her to John Cena, John Cena, mm-hmm. and like yeah. that's legit. And and you, but like the thing is, she didn't have to stay a baby face, and that's why Bailey is. Not even well, low key, but not even low key better than John Cena. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, so I just uh, want her back. A graphic of that. Yeah, I don't know. I just want. I want her so back bad. too. That would make. But me really I want her far actually. away from Ronda. So it's <laughs> such a catch twenty two. I mean, yeah, we'll see what they well, do. Yeah, but I think we'll be happy either way whenever she's back. Yeah. So other storylines, of course, that you know we'll get in probably get into probably later on. You know, as we go on, this is we can't talk about it all on our first show back. But mm-hmm. Mustafa yeah. Ali is back. I mean, I'm happy to see Mustafa on my screen because we know I'm a Mustafa stand. But like, I'm uh, yeah, all, I'm very that. yeah. I'm wondering. I just want to know: Is he okay with this? Like, is this? Oh. <laughs> Look at me. I got so excited. Okay I, I know. I accidentally turned my camera off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like he, he, like, yes. I want to know: Is he okay with this? Is this his choice? Like, is he happy to be back right now? He's just coming out as Ooh. himself. I know you said you have a, a few issues with his presentation, Matt. Maybe. Uh, yeah. One, it's it's like it could be bigger and better well you know what no but like mari i don't want to skip over what you're saying because that's part of it for me where i'm like is he okay or are right they, exactly. are they blackmailing him to, right. to working here but yeah like he's he's had matches which is great i just feel like there could be more of a story tied in there and we have gotten like the there was the miz stuff which is nice but i don't know you know what maybe it, what it is for me is that I just don't like people to be paired with The Miz because yeah. The Miz is really good on the mic, which is great. Ugh. He's kind mm-hmm. of goofy, um, which is a little odd. And I don't know. I would just like to see a good story for Mustafa Ali. Yeah, exactly. And right now, yeah, right now he's in this storyline with like The Miz and Austin Theory, and it feels really weird. Yeah, because it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a lot of The Miz throwing shade at him. Um and then you know he's kind of it seems like is he bringing it back the light character it's really hard to really understand um so i i I don't know yeah it's like it could well it's also strange because it really seemed like he would never be back on our tvs from what we've heard from credible sources so I don't know. I just would I like know, an yeah. explanation of him. I would like for him to tell us it's okay. Yeah, like I'm on Twitter. Yeah, that's why I was like just on. I was twice. Like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Morse code. Are you good? Like I'm on his like he has Twitter. Yeah, what's on his Twitter? Has he like said anything that's closing the loop on all like, of the dragging he, he was doing of WWE? It feels like 
No, 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 no. But it feels it like it feels so like he, WWE stole his social media and <laughs> just controlling it for him. No, no, no. It actually is know. kind of funny because like he he is that. currently in the 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 U.S. title picture. Um, mm-hmm. he's he's on the periphery of it. Like we said, he's kind of right. Yeah, with with Austin Theory and then like Tommaso Ciampa. So he's actually like doing funny skits on his Twitter like he's known to do. He's using Twitter mm. to promote himself. He's he's doing this promotion where he this this promo where he's like asking people around America if they think like Austin Theory is a good United States champion. And it's just him dressed as different people. It's like <laughs> What do you mean by dressed as different people? Like he's dressed like one he like there's one where he's dressed like um a construction worker with like clearly like a construction worker with like a mustache called oh. Mitch Steele. He's dressed as an older woman called Harriet Matthews. He's dressed as like <laughs> he's like dressed Not as Harriet. all these people, yeah. And 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 like he has a blonde wig on and a suit and and called Chet Reed and he's like the people around the U.S. have spoken they don't like Austin Theory so it's kind of funny it's like but it's nothing we've seen on the the TV and that's always been the problem with how WWE basically just does not let Mustafa do what he can do like let him put this on the on the TV you know so yeah uh, I don't know and you know. It, yeah, yeah, and it's just kind of interesting because he, like, I, I, I found an article or a story where he, where he's interviewed about his return and talking a little bit about that, and I just want to know what's really going on. Me too. Like, I truly do. It's hard to enjoy. It's just hard to enjoy it because we're we're just wondering what all the backstage stuff is. Yeah, because like even in this interview that he did recently, he's it's very much like about theory and about the I don't know. It, it's maybe I, I'm not surprised that he's not talking about everything from the past several months, but yeah, it is kind of unsettling and sad too because he was so vocal and people were really there for him, like free Ali and he did not get freed. Unfortunately, yeah. but, but maybe he's in a better position. Maybe this is his ideal. So good for him. Hopefully he's happy. And we'll, we'll, we'll cover it more as we go along. Oh yeah. We're, we're on Ali watch. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think exactly. was probably a thing. Uh, maybe before, uh, before That's his smart. return. Um, so we also got Lashley versus Omis was at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. <sighs> yeah. I'm, sorry. Ah! I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> MVP. A, no, no, no. Yeah, that's the excuse uh, for MVP. For, um, I, I know it. it got in the Ooh. way. So now we're gonna get Lashley versus Omis in a cage match next week. So awesome. Um, if, we'll, yeah, it is it, awesome. It's a good. Yeah, it's a good storyline, and we'll fo- we'll follow it. It's a good storyline, and. It's like pull a picture for a second. It's good that Amas has this package. Good for him. It does yeah. add to him a lot. You know, it there's does. something weird about him alone, actually, because he really shouldn't be talking. He's <laughs> not nothing against him, but like he does as a big man. Just give us like that traditional mm, medicine mm. Mm, mm, muscle, right? All right, we've been talking for a very long time. We, we need to go to been. an ad break. Yeah, oh, yeah, we do have the spo- <laughs> sponsors. What? Okay, let's. All right, break. I'm gonna stop talking. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Well, welcome back. <laughs> oh my God, Mari, what an ad that was. Can you believe that? Such a good ad. Wow. Thank you so much to the sponsors of this oh uh, my network. Gosh. We love it. We really do. Oh, what a good product. So we gotta we gotta talk about this like the WWE women's division right now because mm-hmm. um it is crazy. <laughs> we talk- somebody has to. Yeah, right. Somebody has Sad. to like like we we um we did talk a little bit Ashley's about Ashley's yeah. comment about the women not being on the WrestleMania backlash card, but I mean it's mm-hmm. been a lot. And since we've been gone, Oscar, Oscar and Becky returned because Becky was off TV for about like two weeks after WrestleMania, like trying to mourn her loss. We've talked about it. She's kind of going with that whole she's losing her mind because she doesn't have her title type thing, and she came out. Talking about how she's gonna she's gonna come back stronger. It's a setback, and then Oscar interrupted her. Finally, Oscar's Oscar's back. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of in a they're in a mini feud to get to the title. Which great use of both of them at this point. I'm I'm thinking. Um, I just miss Oscar so damn much. I'm so happy she's back. Her and Becky, and then her and this iteration of Becky are. I mean, they always make magic together literally always so but do they do but like the thing i just i'm always i'm a little worried i'm always worried for oscar because they always find a way of bring her in and there's a big moment whenever she shows up or returns or whatever and then they kind of forget about her and she kind of slips down the totem pole or whatever you'd call that you know i i agree but we're trying to be positive we are but i I just get nervous. I'm just protective, very protective of Asuka. It's sad. I loved her in NXT back in the day, too. And I get that you can't really book someone like that, like that destroyer, untouchable. But like, look, we're just happy that she's back more than anything. Because there were a lot of injuries and things getting in the way. She'd been gone for a while. Exactly. I think, was it back to the, was it, was she gone? When did we last see her? Was it right before May? Was it Mania last year or was it? No, I, I thought it was. Was it? September-ish, it couldn't have been that long, I thought, right? I'll take your word for it. Because remember, I think when we did, uh, 
when me you and Stan did the summer the SummerSlam preview, I she was out. Yeah, preview. she was still yeah. out. And and yeah. she had the weird the fun she was posting the funny photos and all of that. So yeah. it's it, yeah, it's definitely been a minute. So I'm oh yeah, so, she hurt her. She had her um her, her mouth her or, or something like that. There was something though. I think she had her tooth knocked out in like February last year. Oh yeah, right, right. And then yeah, there was like that a to her series. A of, yeah. So mm-hmm. look, she yeah, it's been a while. Is like the yeah short of it, right? Yeah, exactly. But no. she she's she's back. We got her. We they've been closing Raw basically. Like the women, the Raw women's division is ridiculous. Donculus at this point, like ridiculous. Uh, um, a couple weeks ago, we got Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Asuka versus Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. And Liv picked up the win there. It was such a good. That was a good match. Like, if you yeah. guys haven't watched it, go back and watch that because that that uh, six woman tag match was. There's a lot of really cool spots in it. Um, they truly did their thing. Bianca and Asuka main evented just this past week, I think it was. Yeah, it was a main event. And um, I mean... They're all so good. So good, but of course Becky interrupted. So so people For are like kinda, the 10th time, by the way. Yeah. I feel like Becky's thing... It's like frustrating to think about because I know it's not just me. Becky's mm-hmm. been on commentary a lot. That's her thing. She's she has, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she... But because of that... We've seen a lot of moments where I feel like she's interrupted matches mm-hmm. like maybe at least five times she's done that. Probably matches involving Bianca for the most part. Yeah, basically. It's a little that to me that one piece of it to me is a little stale. It's yeah, like it, again, mm-hmm. it's like where are the writers? Like they're because these are all the these are like the most talented people, some of the most talented people you have in your roster, and you can't come up with something that's more inspired for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think they're they're kind of keeping Becky out of the um they're trying to slow roll it because when you have a, a superstar yeah. of Becky's magnitude and she's not holding the title, this is a way mm-hmm. that you can get them involved without, you know, pushing for the title. So Yeah. But you know what? Let me give you something. Get get Becky an Escalade and then have her run someone over. That could be a storyline. Like, Jesus, who, man. I mean, it's like who? Uh, uh, kayfabe, Mari. Come on, and not shoot. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, like just anything different. Like you could twist it up so much, and they. That's the one disappointing part. But I love. I, I it's 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 tough because I hate to be negative on it. But it's because I love them so much. And, um, you know, the women deserve better. They definitely deserve better. And we're in a phase where they're kind of like the roster is still amazing. But the like the time that they're getting on pay-per-views, for example, is a little yeah, lower. Pay-per-views is still the lower. Storylines aren't the most inspired. Again, like maybe the maybe the most like the, the storyline they're putting the most energy to for the women is the Charlotte Ronda stuff or ha- was so 
I don't know. I I feel like I'm a little bit higher on it because like we had basically right after Bianca won, she went into mm-hmm. like a short program with Sonya Deville, which is kind of funny because it was just like Sonya Deville that was fun. back with women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, is that her gimmick now? Which is kind of funny. Like, and I, it's like I don't mean key, it. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, and I don't mean it. Like, I'm just being. But like, but it's yeah. a funny. It's a funny. Gimmick, it's kind of hilarious. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so. Uh. And and. And I like I said, this this Oscar Becky thing, Oscar Becky, and then maybe Bianca is getting rolled into it. A lot of people are kind of complaining that they like they don't like that Bianca's kind of being added to that. But it's like the two of them are vying for Bianca's, you know, um, mm-hmm. for her championship, and it kind of works if they're so busy button heads with each other that they take their eyes off the prize of actually getting the title back, you know? Yeah. And so, and then like, it's huge huge though too, that like literally just Bianca Belair, the ESC of WWE first with the Empress of tomorrow, Oscar with Becky Lynch. Like that is huge. Just even on paper. Huge. Yes, exactly. That's a, and and especially without Becky being the champion, because we had, we had this long stretch where obviously after SummerSlam, Becky has the championship and she's just finding ways to cheat and to win and to keep Mm -hmm. it. So to see Bianca come out on top and find ways to prevail or even to see Asuka yeah. somehow come out with the championship here, like that would feel really good to me um, out mm-hmm. of this feud. But I'm pumped for whatever matches like because you're right. They have had some really solid matches so far, but mm-hmm. no surprise there. No They've surprise been really there. like rotating those women. It, it is like. Yeah, they, they, I, I like how they're, I like what they're doing with the, the raw women's division. Like, and then we also got Alexa Bliss just came out this past week. She came back to face yeah. Sonya Deville, who got fired from an authority position. Oh, so, like, Sonya, Sonya Deville about to get a whole bunch of comeuppance. Um, and Alexa Bliss came out to her music was like, it's it was like it was the creepy kind it was creepy but it was like normal too normal it was like normal yeah it was it wasn't like the truly creepy one it was like the titan was, like, was creepy but the music yeah. was normal and it was a face it was like a face package that she was, it, it was i don't mean the screen i mean like everything she came out as more of a face and yeah she has the regular makeup again if you're watching on youtube smile. like we have the we have the the picture on YouTube. It's like a we. It's like a weird combination of her face gimmick and her. You know what? This is probably. Maybe I'm just anti-smiling in this thing because I think you she, are. Anti-smiling. She also. She was. She's very. She was very. But I love. I love. I love to see Alexa back. Um, newly married alexa bliss yes she's not going by alexa cabrera uh on the show Mm -hmm. maybe that would be interesting they're like oh we just uh instead of changing someone's name for a random reason we chose uh, we changed the name because they decided to change their (laughs) name so no um this was like cool though to have her back and it's funny because Again, this women's division has a lot going on. The raw side has so much going on, truly. That's really the key. Especially if you real, like, thinking about how Naomi and Sasha are uh, on both brands. Both brands, yes. Like, raw is stacked and what's really going, like, smack, nothing against, I mean, SmackDown is just not it right now. It's not. People are running from SmackDown, which I feel like. (laughs) Should tell you something, but yeah. So going into mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, Naomi. So Sasha, Naomi, 
Shayna Baszler and Natalia have been having like some like you know, they've been feuding for a while. It was so weird. We thought that their their women's tag title matches were going to be on WrestleMania Backlash, but it was actually on SmackDown last night. Um, but in the meantime, they had been having like rotating matches where it would be Naomi versus Shayna, which was a great match the other week. Um, Natalia mm-hmm. versus Sasha, Sasha versus Shayna, like stuff like that. So they've been having yeah. like a revolving series of matches yeah. um, because Sasha and Naomi are like legit, like we're fighting champions. Like you said, they were on Raw and Smack. They've been on Raw and SmackDown. So like they, they, they actually faced um, Dewdrop and um, Nikki A.S.H., on on raw um mm-hmm. so another team there which like i they they've been they teased them like Dewdrop and nikki ash and it and it and it's interesting like i don't know if i don't know it, it seems like they're about to change nikki's gimmick gimmick yeah, yeah but i don't know i i like it like, like do they just dress her like Dewdrop or something? Like that, maybe that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I hope it's like because you know Dewdrop, they're both from like the UK. I think I think I'm not. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah, somewhere. So I'm like, I'm like, and Dewdrop is like, you gotta embrace the dark side and all that stuff. So I'm like, hopefully they just like rip the take the the superhero costume off. Maybe they do like British punk style edginess. I don't know, but um. Something's going brewing there, but I said all that to say Sasha and Naomi are killing it as the women's tag champions. We had the the women's tag team championship match that they've been um, building up to for the past few weeks last night. And I am going to say, I thought they oh, were going to main yeah. event. They did not main event. They went on at the nine o'clock spot, but mm-hmm. also... They didn't, it didn't give what it was supposed to give, which is sad because I feel like they didn't get as much time as they should have. Yeah. And because we have seen so many iterations of the four of them over the Mm -hmm. past few weeks, I just feel like there was nothing new in this match. I was really hoping we were going to get something new, but they didn't, I I don't know if they, again, they didn't have the time. Um, we, We didn't get anything new. We didn't even get the, the really cool finisher, you know, we got we got a roll up win here yeah. for for Banks and Naomi. So I don't know. I don't know if that means they're going to continue to go up against Shayna Baszler and Natalia. But like, I just oh, Shayna does not need to be in this tag team with Natalia. Like Shayna should be doing so much more. But here. So Shayna should potential. be going up against Ronda. To be quite honest, uh, well, and then you could throw it, but and then. Like both of them could be in a story with Rhonda, Natty. Exactly. Because like Very Natty, true. Natalia, we're not taking anything away from Natalia. Obviously, no. she is like A1, day one, whatever the kids are saying these days. That <laughs> is that. She's the boat, the best of all time. Alleged, you know, I say allegedly because mm-hmm. she said that. Self-proclaimed best of all time. Now, in talking about Naomi and Sasha, though, um, they're so freaking good. And they're so great as a tag team. Nikki A.S.H. took their tag, like took their tag finisher the other day in that match, like very well. It mm-hmm. looked like it hurt, hard hitting. And I, by the way, I just want to mention there was a match, and I'm so disappointed that we were on a break when it happened, where it was the match where Liv and Rhea, I think, right after they broke up at the end of yeah. that match. Uh-huh. So they have that match like Rhea live lose 
I think that Naomi, I don't know if you're, you know, what I'm talking about, but there was a match where there was like almost a botched finish mm. where Rhea had the pin on Naomi. Liv and Sasha were like scrapping with each other. And then Sasha hit the backbreaker on Liv. Mm-hmm. And like Sasha had to dive and break up the pin like the last second. I don't really? know if you know what this match was, but it was like, um, I almost thought they like shoot. I, it almost looked like they shoot lost. They would have shoot lost the tag championships there. Holy crap. <laughs> it was a good, I don't, I wish that we were around to talk about it when it happened, but um, I, I know it just they, they got great. Like Sasha is because they got directly after WrestleMania live in and Rhea got two immediate. They got, two immediate matches but the the first match that they had was for the was for the right to get the tag championships and they yeah. lost <laughs> the, but they right, still got right, the, the raw after the, mania right yeah the raw after and mania. then they were they, supposed to have the match that next week and then they were like oh joking sorry we're we're not going to give you this tag team match again this week we're going to give you next they just play so many games at yeah, wwe with exactly. the schedule they almost don't want us to tune in I gotta go they want us to be confused game. about when it's happening yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's it's it, if anything, they, Sasha, Sasha is like the be- the greatest. And yeah. I, anytime there's a botch and you see what people do because of it, that's how you know that they're good. Mm. Give I her really, the Hall of Fame. Of course, I, I think they're great champions, but the, like they need some really, really credible. They need some challengers, period, like mm-hmm. full stop, um, you know, credible challengers at that like I don't you know, know man. I do appreciate like that they did choose to throw, throw and Maria can confirm that Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. are both Scottish so that's what it was I, see, uh, I knew I, was like, <laughs> I, like, I wanted to say they were both from there but I was like no nah, let me just do you want to know something wild Dewdrop is was born in 1991 well, no, this isn't wild. She debuted in 2007, though. So mm-hmm. she's like literally exact, almost exactly a year older than me and debuted when I was like a sophomore. She should have been studying the books is what I'm saying. <laughs> He's been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. 15 years, 20. Um, damn. She's young, too. Yeah. So we we just got to see what what else I I, w- I want like a really meaty meaty like storyline for Sasha and Naomi. They are going out here putting on these really good matches, and it's yeah. like just for the title. And it's like it's cool and all, like like what that's story? cool and all. But I need I I want a story. Um, man, I don't even know. Not anyone. We I already gave Becky the run someone over with the car angle. So yeah. maybe it's like. Maybe Naomi gets kidnapped. Oh my gosh. And Sasha. That's funny. We'll work on it. We'll work on it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, but we'll yeah, it's like it. literally, like I'm joking, but also at the same time, it's like you could literally pull a storyline out of a hat and it would be more interesting than what they're doing with them now. And that is not exactly. a reflection on the performers. Sadly. Oh, it's sad. I just like with with them and with Bianca too. I'm just like keep these championships on them until you figure something out and give them a good exactly. story. Like if they lose those championships anytime soon, just like why did you even give them to them? Why did you even tease us like this? Yeah, exactly. hopeful. I'm hopeful though. I'm hopeful. Oof. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, I just. It's hard because even the regular tag teams don't get 
great storylines, you know, no. not at all. Um, but you know, it, it has to be something though. different than yeah. I want your titles. It truly has to be. Like, um, and, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough to see. I don't know why. For me, it's the thing with Sasha, especially, but because we know how, like, she's been vocal about not being utilized fully in the past about different things. And so you could almost imagine what might be going through her head. I mean, I'm sure that she loves being with, um, with yeah. Naomi, which is yeah. amazing. But, like, Definitely. man, if Sasha could talk. I mean, Sasha has talked. She said she loves it. Um, so I think I and I and I I see why she does because they're doing great work. They're they're having mm-hmm. fun. I just uh, they just need something else. Like something needs to make it. Like you said, something needs to make it personal or something. Like I don't know. They haven't they haven't done a good like jumping in the back type deal. Like I I wouldn't mind like oh yeah like, get jumped. Yeah, I wouldn't mind some like mystery challengers like all. Covered up, beating them yeah. up for like weeks on weeks on weeks. Like, who are these people and then like, it's like beating the, us up? And then it's like the iconics, you know, oh return or something be, like that. You so know, cool. like anything, just yeah. any any real team. But like, that's exactly where my head is, Mari. And mm-hmm. I always just it bothers me that WWE has all the resources in the world, and yet we don't get stuff like that. That would be the coolest thing, and it like I love a I love a good mystery in wrestling. We love mm-hmm. a good mystery. Sometimes we don't like how the mystery ends, sure. But you know, I love a good mystery. Like do yeah. it so like a there's mystery people who are beating up um, Sasha and Naomi. They don't know who it is, so they get paranoid. They're like looking in the back, like, "Hey, what do you?" They guys? start beating up people. You could have other, maybe have like other. It's so. Oh, it God, could be an NXT so team. It could be it an could NXT be an, team. An NXT team. They could tease. I mean, it would have been great. We'll talk about this in a minute, but yeah, like, oh. uh, yeah, sorry, tease what now? They could tease anything. They could have people, because yeah. like, even for the Royal Rumble, we had freaking Mickey James at our Royal Rumble, and she was the Impact Women's Champion. So like, bring in people or tease people. Right. Like, you could do so much. Like, Sasha had, bad. Sasha had that moment with, Mol- with Molina in the, yeah. um, in the Rumble that from w- what we heard was like, not even you know, it was a, a botch, botch essentially. Yeah. yeah. Have Melina grab a partner. I don't know. I can't think of any grab a right partner. Yeah. Do. Da, 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 oh my god. Da, da, da. Have her Sorry. have her gra- grab a partner. <laughs> Mystery beat beating them up. Like do that. Like do it. Yeah. Like where's Trish and Lita? Bring back bring back Trish and Lita to the besties so versus much. you know. There's so much yeah. you can freaking do. Like there's, there's so much so they can much. do. Uh, or have or, okay we're talking about Bailey right have, yeah. you said you said have Naomi get ooh, kidnapped ooh, ooh. Have, have Bailey kidnap Naomi <laughs> and be great. like and be like oh my god where's Naomi I think you need a partner now Sasha like, <laughs> like you know like, there's so much they can oh do it's just sad. Um, I know it makes me sad too to think about all the ideas that we could just like spitball and yeah. It's and they would work so well too. That's the thing. Like we're not just making up. These are common sense ideas. But WWE also realizes that like they're the type of people. They're the type of organization that times it's like, but we don't have to. And they take mm-hmm. that. Like, they don't they have to. to and they realize that. Yeah. And so they mm-hmm. don't. They don't do anything. They do only the work that they need to do. 
Exactly. They never go above and beyond for us. And, you know, it's it's hurtful, but whatever. Yeah, uh, we we, uh, yeah. we kind of got to talk about Lacey Evans. We, okay. we, we get yeah, her. We she, do need to talk about her. Every I've week, we still, we're still getting Wait. these these chapters. Wait, Mari, hold on. Hold on. Uh, here it goes. <laughs> Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> I think I just broke you, by the way. Oh my gosh. It's so okay. Look, you maybe I'll start out with this because you really were like, okay, I'm just gonna talk about this. And you were, I will say, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and give the story the benefit of the doubt. And you know. You, we saw one video. Some might say it was a bit of trauma dumping, and then we got five weeks of it, and five it weeks was trauma dumping. Jesus. And it, but it, it also is like, I, I'm not, you know, I am in no means against people sharing their story and um, their truth, but this was wild <laughs> it's like it's like number one Lacey Evans is the Bendry Bergen of the WWE and let me just establish Ooh. that um, it, for get those em. who get it the reference uh, we, yeah. we hear about her service quite often mm-hmm. and you know I would not take that away from her um, especially as someone whose dad served and you know I'm sure you too Mari have parents. that connection exactly with mm-hmm. both your parents so it's like nothing against that at all and I just want to establish that why did you have to come out here in your little video packages each week and be like all right here it goes every single freaking week it's the same it's the same start and you're wearing the same outfit and mm-hmm. you know she did look good when she came out in front of the crowd i will say just like aesthetically it's but, a nice yeah the, the new like, the new gear is really nice but like the way that they talk about it is so uncomfortable where it's like so uncomfortable. Everybody, Lacey shared her heartbreaking story and we love her because of it. And it's like, this is very corporate and manufactured. It would be mm-hmm. one thing if she was just sharing her story, but like, it, it just feels it, exploitative to me. Yeah. And she's it, in the, and she's being yeah. exploited in it. I kind of feel like too, because at the end of the day, it's not about her story being out there and resonating with people and, it's good that it could be out there. I'm assuming she wants it out there, but like, damn, it's just the corporate machine and it feels very corporate. It feels like she is literally standing in what, it, like, like I said, her, her new attire is like military, like the military dress, the, the, um, camo dress, like kind of mm-hmm. revamped. Um, it really, really looks nice, but like she's standing in that in front of a flag just a waving digital kind of flag graphic waving and digital she said wait yeah waving digital and just pouring out her trauma like but like it's, it's like, it is so yeah, awkward like this one, this lot. one this week was like two weeks before my wwe uh training debut my my father overdosed and died. I was like, Jesus! Like that's that's like that's. But it's sad. Oh, it's it so is, sad. But it's exactly. like it's like. But I think like punch. the emotional. You know what it is. WWE is not good with emotions because you can't like go into that emotional place and then immediately you can't go from like, you know, a Sami Zayn uh, type of like 
story. Yeah, uh, funny. Segment yeah. To like, mm-hmm. then Lacey Evans is like, all right, here it goes. And then telling <laughs> us everything about her life. And then we go back to like, you know, the Mad commentary Moss. team is like, yeah. isn't she so brave? And then it's <laughs> Mad Cat Moss. And like, and like, it's sad too, because like, it is such a meaningful story at the, and I think it kind of gets lost in the package and how they present it. Exactly. And then, like, so, so and it's, also, it's I will say, things. like, lots of wrestlers, like, when I go back, to, when I think back 20 years, tons of wrestlers had experiences like this because mm-hmm. wrestlers back in the day, I feel like everyone had like a heartbreaking, kind of broken home type of story. And now you have like, it's just a different generation. Um, and you know, drugs aren't as present with a lot of the people in wrestling now. A lot of them like to play video games instead of, you know, yeah. all of the other, you know, other things that they used to do. So it's a different yeah. time. Lacey has a story that's very much like a lot of wrestlers um of yes yesteryear, and probably like a lot of wrestlers on the roster now or on yeah. the, in the in the in the mix now. So she, she you know, we see her, but damn. It truly is just how they, they present it. Cause after that she was like, It is and then one of my cousins committed <laughs> tried to commit suicide. I oh, walked no. in right before it happened. I had stopped the bleeding. I'm like, what is like truly But the what thing is, is it's tough. It's tough because it's like it's so freaking deep. And I yeah. like I I'm like emo- connecting with it emotionally. But then it's just a lot. It's a lot. You know what? The other piece of it, too, is like everything she shared could be a two hour documentary. It doesn't need to be a a four minute segment or three minute segment. And I think that's the other problem. Yeah. They're like the packaging of it. Like I said, I said it. I said it earlier, like when they did the first one, I was like, I, I really wish they had did it like she was. Like cleaning out her attic or something like that, where she's like yeah, looking like more, at all her old mm-hmm. photo albums, talking about reminiscing about her life, talking about like, like more how documentary the WWE, style, even yeah, yeah, exactly. Like talk, talking about how the birth of her new child has made her think of <sighs> you know yeah. things that she's went through and how she wants to make a better place. Like they could have done it so much better than her just standing and then just sitting there uncomfortably, just telling us all this stuff while she's trying not to cry, and it's just like I. I can this is not stop and it I feel, like this is I feel making so me feel bad like, I feel bad because it does in a weird way make me gravitate toward her the performer because I'm just like damn they really are kind of doing you dirty with this presentation there's so much like again all of the resources in the world just like they could have, they could have filmed her over the course of two days wherever she lives or wherever mm-hmm. she's from or even by the performance center and like yeah. you just get that feeling a lot more and um it's yeah tough. have her it's driving back home we love a good in the middle of a, a truck style <laughs> <laughs> i talked about that already. Truck. i don't know yeah yeah no yeah oh god lacy like she used to always give promos in her chicken coop like what happened <laughs> It's so sad. Oh my god, I I'm so ups- like I'm like laughing because it's like how do you mess this up? But right, and then like they're like like begging it, the crowd to like. And it's not funny because her. we are, yeah because we like the two of us would connect with her story if it was we have a lot of we, like we could definitely yeah. connect with her story I think, but it's just weird when you realize like 
this is these are wrestling fans that you're packaging this in front of too and so i just mm-hmm. don't feel like people are connecting with it nothing against wrestling fans but like i think the typical demographic is not gonna you know like i don't know if there are a lot well, of like peers in the audience for her sharing her story like that empathetic like let's get emotional i think that i mean i think the whole rah-rah let's go america is definitely oh one thousand like i think there's just a line it's like it's like you you want to tell us your story to, for perseverance and then there's just that line where it steps over it's like you're sharing like like human emotions and it's then mm-hmm. it's going to make some people feel uncomfortable and and that's where i'm at like i'm i've never been a uncomfortable hearing people's emotions per se it's just the way it's presented and and the reason being and it like you said it feels so corporate it feels so manufactured it feels so exploitive mainly that's what it truly feels i think that's the the true essence of it it feels very exploitive but that's like where i laugh at the i do laugh with the Okay, here it goes. Every single time. <laughs> like, what is going on? What? Because she no one was like, let's it. switch up the start of this. Because I feel like that's an attempt to make it seem more authentic. Like, that's not yeah. how. I don't know. It just, it's fresh. I think I'm frustrated by it, especially because, like, if it were just being open and honest and vulnerable and her story. That's great, but like, there's a line. There's a line, or, or even just a sit down with Michael Cole. Like, why couldn't they have done a sit down? Be like, Lacey. anybody? Yeah, you with know, Michael Cole. Well, well my, you know, Michael uh, Cole did do those really good interview series. Like, oh, you know yeah. how like with Jr. He's a journalist. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we just sit down and, and just interview like Lacey. You know, you're back. You know you know what's been going on and then she could lead into like i've been enjoying my second child it's brought up a whole bunch of my family history like like even i feel like that it probably would have still had that tinge of exploit exploitation to it but then it also would have felt felt like another human could be bouncing that emotion off of and and michael does a pretty good job of you know, maybe he could he could feign that empathy to make us connect with the empathy a little bit more. It just doesn't. They could have just done this so many different ways. You know what I think is just fascinating is we are so we're like weirdly emotionally invested in, or we're weirdly invested in what's going on with Lacey Evans. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's because we want it to be so much better because there's so much yeah. like, that we could skip over. I don't know. It's just fascinating. I, I agree with you. Like, it's like, I true like, we we know. I'm on because we would just like, skip over it if we yeah, didn't we want to talk about it. Exactly. But it's like, I think it's because we're like, we, we see the value of what she is sharing. Right. Like, we see the value in it. We are just like, I don't know if you think this is doing what you're thinking it's doing. And like, yeah. you could be making it even better bigger impact i think that's that's the biggest this biggest thing for us and and yeah like you and like you said samantha she came after the fifth chapter she just came out and waved to the crowd basically after they begged that they begged that crowd not to boo her and she didn't get any boos she got some claps i would love to if anybody was in attendance um was that yeah last night like let us know how that pop for lacey evans sounded and felt it felt like it didn't feel like a pop it felt like uh they they you know people clapped but it didn't feel like yeah yeah i mean it's awkward because even if she was a heel like you're like uh i can't boo her can't boo her now 
I mean, you know, the it's like a, crowds I would do be what out. they want to do. Truly. Well, they yeah, but I think there's like a line too where people are like, mm-hmm. "This is this is a little, like." There's a line where it's like, "Ooh, I don't really love her, but I'm gonna clap for her." But I kind of want to boo her because I don't love her. But also, she just shared this really deeply emotional stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be the asshole. Yeah, no, exactly. I like I, and I also so think. Tough. I I honestly think they they uh, they elicit they this these visionettes elicited a reaction because I don't know totally. if she just would have come came back like she would no. not have gotten the pop like Alexa Bliss did it would have been you know booze, what I'm saying though it would have been booze. I don't see that's the thing if if without Lacey the, Evans came out story. yeah without the story I don't even know if she would have gotten booze that's what I'm saying I I think oh, she may not have gotten no a reaction. reaction at all yeah so. At the very least, these things have elicited a reaction that was mostly that was all clapping. You know what I'm saying? Because she did yeah. the reaction. It was interesting yeah. how they how they really did run away from the character that she was in before with the Ric Flair thing because they could have had her come back and you know punch Charlotte in the face and pick up where they left mm. off. But I'm glad that they didn't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know if she faced she came out on SmackDown, so I don't know if she faces Rhonda again. Uh um, we'll if, she, if it's if it's her and Rhonda, cool. My faves are but Fox is really foxing. And have you <laughs> noticed that? I'm just gonna leave that there. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that right there. <laughs> Let's uh Fox news, but yeah. <laughs> Let's move we let's move along. Let's move into let's take an ad break real quick yeah. and we'll be right back. That was a great ad that Matt just talked through. Um <laughs> No, I, I I was just thinking about honestly, I love I love it. I do love um, the product. Love me so the product. Thanks. Let's you move on. We gotta cover some NXT and some AEW and also a shoot. So let's let's oh. move along here. Let's 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 move along. Move along. Unfortunately, um, like Matt had uh, said at the top, there were some NXT releases Oof. while we were gone, and this was a mm-hmm. this was a freaking doozy. Like I'm so like over all of I'm over these releases. Now we talked about it last time, but I am. Tr- Really over this. I'm so mad. So, uh, some very notable releases. Uh, Dakota Kai, um, was released. Malcolm Bivens was released. However, he did not, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he did not assign, resign his contract. So it, it seems like this was like, um, uh, his, this is his, um, decision to like walk away. And he talked about it in a, uh, I don't know if it was like a stand-up comedy set, but yeah, he did talk about it. And he was like, look, this just wasn't for me anymore. And you really have to respect that. You definitely do. Yeah. And, and, and do you know if he meant by that, like, like wrestling in general or WWE? I got the vibe that he, that was a wrestling thing. Oh, and that yeah. he's maybe trying to fake. I mean, we'll see what happens and where it goes and where he figures it out. But I got the vibe that it was wrestling. But then oh, okay. again, like, you know, it, yeah. WWE is so much different than the rest of wrestling that true. anything could happen, especially when you get distance. You're like, oh, the Indies or AEW or Japan or whoever could be better. So mm-hmm. but good for him that he was able to him. make that decision. 
Exactly. Had, and it's not like he had to either. He had, he could have been, he could have been doing so much more, but I'm, I appreciate when someone's like, oh yeah, this is not healthy for me. Yeah. Not what I need. Exactly. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Um, Dexter Loomis got let go. Like the and end Persia of the Prada index. and at Persia the same Prada. time. Oh my! When gosh, they're in the middle of that freaking feud with the Duke Hudson and well, Indy also, Indy Hartwell. Well, see, they weren't even see they weren't even in feuding anymore. They had actually all like made up. Really, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and but it's like so watching NXT. When I tell you watching NXT this week was like the writers trying to write around these releases like mm-hmm. like Indy literally segment, being by yeah. her freaking self them mm-hmm. kind of addressing it where like Mandy is basically making fun of her because they're they're treating it like Dexter left her which I'm just like it's so sad uh, that that's the ending for like Index really and then yeah and then Indy's comment is like you know sometimes life happens or something like that yes it's like she lost her best friend and her man. Like, and I That's like so sad. That is incredibly sad. Ugh. So then we also had like um, Joe Gacy come out. He does not. He no longer has Harland, aka Parker Bordeaux, next to him. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, oh yeah, now I'm back to being kind of like a motivational speaker for one of one, and he got like yeah. smashed by Braun Breaker. Like it, Diamond Mind is like what is even happening with well because like Bivens obviously is gone and he was not only the mouth he wasn't only the manager but he was the mouthpiece he was the leader truly such a great group and then there's all this stuff about how Roderick Strong has been trying to get out of his contract for so damn long they're saying oh really he's he's requested his release he did he did and like the way they talk about is like there's buyer's remorse on it like and it makes sense because he resigned maybe let's say about like, a year ago but marina was, re- was his wife, was, his wife yeah. was released that's his true undisputed era buddies are all gone well, they were, like, i think they were already gone when he signed his um when he had signed his uh not um adam cole was still i mean maybe it was all kind of happening but adam cole yeah. was still there and kyle o'reilly was still there Hmm. I don't okay, know if well, he signed a year if he signed a year ago, but maybe I'm just maybe I'm wrong about when he signed. It's been a, but it's been a minute since they've been. But gone things now. have changed since they've been they've been gone since like September though. Look, it happened. It's like before that. Anyways, like but yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I think the biggest one was the wife. Like Marina Shafir is over on that AW yeah. feuding feuding. What did I say? Yeah, got released. And, yeah, um, no, you did. You you're okay. you nail it. And I think like the bigger thing is like you want to be with your be- you want to be with your best friends. You want to be with your significant other. Well, you know, he was always like the outlier of undisputed. He didn't really yeah, work with but them damn. beforehand. Like it's I when I think about Indy, the thing that makes me sad cuz I Oh, with Indy. Oh yeah. Oh no, well, I but like just to give the comparison actually is like you are, I mean, sure. Like, I don't know her personal relationships with people, but you have to think she's probably really close with Dexter. She was mm-hmm. working really closely with Candace and Johnny Gargano. Oh, right. Also gone now. Yeah, they okay. did. They didn't resign. Yeah. And then like, and then there's Persia who's gone. And I think I said Dexter's gone. Yeah, and Persia so like was legit her people. best friend from Australia. Legit. Yeah. All of these people around you are gone. Are and it's like, there's also probably the thought of like, when's it gonna be me is it gonna be me next or 
Very true. Maybe it should be me next so that I could be with my friends. And it's it's wild. I it feel has so to be bad a mind. for everyone. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for everyone who stays in there because it must be sad to see your friends go. Like they're there one day and gone the next. Gone the next, exactly. That's, and, that's a hard place ugh, to go. It's so annoying. Yeah. And yeah. so we also got some um Draco Anthony who was kind of being built up. He's gone. Sajana George, who was like one of the if I remember correctly, she was like one of their first like Indian signings. She's like an oh. Indian women's wrestler. She was one of their first signings. Yeah. Paige Prinziavali. Um uh yeah, I said Mila Milani already, but Raylan Devlin Devlin, so um Sorry, Raylan Devine. Oh. I'm so upset because like the week before she got released, apparently Raylan Devine, who was like, I think she was like a former like basketball star or something like that. She was this really tall, really cute um uh girl. She her and Simone Johnson, aka the Rock's daughter, yeah, were apparently working on like maybe a tag team together. And then she gets released and she didn't even like really debut. So that was like I was like okay so mm. going into that um, the women's breakout tournament started Do you, uh, if you can pull up that that bracket for me Matt um, yeah. so we got a question from Derek in the uh, squadcast uh, group he said the women's breakout tourney started this week but in my opinion this field is confusing why are somewhat already established women aren't why are somewhat already established women in it what are your thoughts also, he had this question. The Rock's daughter signed like two years ago, um, <laughs> but yet they've debuted a ton of women since, and we haven't seen her. Uh, do we think she's progressing? But because of The Rock, her job is secured. It isn't progressing, um, but because of The Rock, her job is secured. Is she injured? What's the story? He says Santino's daughter, uh, Ariana Grace, who I didn't even realize that was her. Uh, wait, can you bring that back up, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's uh, in the Ari tournament. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get to the tournament. Ariana Grace, mm -hmm. who faced Nikita this week, uh, just signed and already debuted. Um, so uh, we talked about this on our last episode before you left. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been waiting for Simone to make a make her um, debut. I follow her on um, Twitter. She like I don't know anything about like her how her training is going, but she she's very funny on Twitter. It like I said, mm -hmm. I know. The only thing I know about her and Raylan Devine is from the Twitter and how they're like, oh, we're in the gym. Like, this is going to be your new favorite tag team. They're yeah. like on Instagram together, all, all together. So um, she's very, very vocal, like politically. Um, Simone? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's very, very vocal politically. I love that mm. about her. Um, yeah. Yeah, and she's been teasing the women's breakout tournament, but she's not in it. So huh. everybody, when they That's announced strange. the yeah, when they announced the breakout tournament, like we were all like, "Where's Simone? Where's Simone? Where's Simone?" And she was like putting like emojis up and stuff like that. But hmm. I, I, I'm with Derek. I'm like, where is she? Something has to be going on. I, I mean, sh I can't imagine. But then again, I think we talked about it the last time, like. She, because of those high expectations about being the Rock's daughter, like, yeah, she. It's look at what they're doing with like Lash Legend. Like, people are, seem to forget that NXT is developmental, and the yeah. moment that you're not 
as mm-hmm. crisp on something they try mm-hmm. to pull you apart especially if you're a black woman you know yeah so maybe they are truly like trying to make sure she is like ready to go before they debut her and i and i don't and yeah. I, I and i blame i honestly i blame us i blame the fans if that's the case oh. I, I truly blame the fans like honestly because well, this is this is supposed yeah. to be developmental but people <laughs> aren't won't let won't let it be developmental you know yeah but like I don't want to even put it on the fans with this because we don't know what's happening, but I hear you. you I think like the other, the the thing that I just thought of is she's the rock's daughter. You're not Mm going to put her on NXT. Maybe she'll never be on NXT. Maybe we're going to get her on the main roster when she's ready. Maybe she's just working and working and working Mm -hmm. and going to get to the point where she's ready. And then they'll debut her on the main roster Rather than putting her on NXT, who knows? But I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't even want to speculate on it. But also, it's True. The Rock's daughter, so she has to be like that good. Because if she's not perfect, if she's sloppy in any way, people are going to be watching. People mm-hmm. are not watching as closely. Well, uh, let me rephrase that. People are watching like Nikita Lyons uh, closely uh, because of the splits, right? For the most part. Mm. But other than that, nobody is watching like other NXT competitors as closely as they would be watching Simone Johnson. Simone mm-hmm. might break the ratings for NXT the day that she debuts, right? Because yeah. she's so huge. It's the Rock's daughter. So be careful and make sure she is a thousand percent ready before she's out there. Um, mm-hmm. It is kind of concerning, but it's the Rock's daughter, so they're not yeah. gonna like. She'll have time. She'll have as much time as she needs. Exactly. It's wild so, that the Rock has a daughter too, because I mean, I get that he's fifty now, but like, damn, he's she's like twenty two, something like that. I know, well, like not twenty two, but, but like twenty. She's it like all makes sense. But damn, the Rock is the Rock could still go. So. Yeah. Um, so we had Nikita Lyons versus Ariana Grace. Like we said, Ariana is Santino Morella. Morella. Mor- yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter. Uh, and Nikita beat Ariana Grace. Yeah. Um, Fallon Henley versus Sloan Jacobs. Like, I'm not familiar with Sloan Jacobs. Sloan Jacobs. Yeah, but Fallon mm-hmm. Henley. Has Maybe she's been... related to Glenn Jacobs of the oh, Kane, of Kane fame. I mean, they have the same last name. Um, but uh, Fallon Henley has been on. She's had a she's had a few, like um, she's yeah, she matches thing, yeah. She oh yeah, and she's been with those guys, Brooke yeah, uh, Brooke, uh, Brooks and Jensen, Jensen, yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah, and they've had a little thing. It's funny though because Fallon Henley is from, she I think she's from like up I'll say up north, but mm-hmm. she has like a vaguely southern accent in her character yeah. it's fascinating they're really yeah. doing a lot with her actually now and putting yeah. her out there more and more and i think she's one of the women that we're referring to like yeah it's like it's like an unknown and then like no like yeah we have roxana perez also known as roxy we were talking about who's very famous on the independent scene um versus Kiana James, who, who I'm like who, not who I looked at and I was like, is that Casey Catanzaro for a oh, second? Oh no, she got new another new name. New name. <laughs> oh my K- god. I wish you didn't have it because I was gonna guess it's Katana Klaxton. something. No, I didn't even I didn't. Katana it's so bad. Ka- uh K- who mm. Katana Yeah. 
And Ka- Casey Catanzaro chance. is such Katana a damn chance. Good- Jesus. <laughs> Katana chance. Like I need to watch some more promos and stuff of them because I just want to oh Casey Catanzaro is such a good name. I cannot I truly cannot get into the name game Mighty, anymore. Like I am yeah, no, so we, we're not gonna Alba Fire. Alba Fire for KL. Okay, but like they're giving her a whole like kind of Phoenix type of gimmick around that. So I don't like the name, but I do like that they're really embracing it. Like, it's about her rising from the ashes. It makes sense enough. Whatever. We get it. It had to happen. Anyways, but at least it wasn't um, totally random. And then we have, um, I think you said, you said, so you said Roxy, Roxanne Perez versus, yeah, versus Kiana James. James. And then there's Lash Legend with Tatum yeah. Paxley. Which, Paxley. by the way, Tatum Paxley, what a name. Yeah. Tatum Paxley. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. So... Both of them are notable in, uh, you know, like Tatum has been around. Yeah. I think she, she was, was with the around with Diamond Mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Lash Legends, of course. Lash so I hear you. Yeah. I mean, look, so, I don't really mind that they don't have people, like that they have some people we kind of know. Nikita yeah. Lyons is the one. Actually, Nikita Lyons and Lash Legend really feel most out of place but who cares like yeah, out of place wwe maybe. will do whatever they do um mm-hmm. i hear you though derek i i would yeah i i'm wondering if if we get nikita versus lash in the final that would be really annoying final. though in the end because it's the breakout tournament like i don't want to see those see Ro- the end, see they're not breaking out yeah maybe roxy I but just then again want- we've also gotten her with like Ne- uh, like oh yeah my toxic the toxic a yeah toxic so so it's yeah they're really doing took, something different here yeah so because because dakota kai got released they they um they've been uh pairing Rox, roxana mm. Ro- roxana with wendy chu because if you That's remember right. wendy chu was was tagging with Dakota. Yeah. So now Roxanne and Wendy Chu have been kind of giving um toxic attraction or run for their money, which is like again, mm-hmm. it's like so people are just being cut and y'all are just like ugh, ugh. next. Next. Exactly. By the way, I have been watching Next on Paramount Plus from MTV back in the day. Stop Horrible it. show. So disrespectful. Horrible show. Horrible show. <laughs> So bad. so bad. I can't believe I watched that all the time. <laughs> I as know, a as a kid. Oh, oh God. So we bad. are warped. Yeah. It was like, it was like <laughs> the beginning of social media. It's like the hotter not. It was so raw. Oh, God. It was so bad. Awesome. All right. So yeah. that's the breakout tournament. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we'll see. Will it? I guess it will be interesting because we do. It's more interesting that we do know who these people are because. Like, will it be Nikita Lyons or Lash Legend winning? I will say I'm starting to really appreciate Nikita Lyons more. Uh, I think she sings her theme song. Maybe yeah, I think so. I Good think she. Her. I think they. I think she's forgiven a lot of her in ring skills because of how she looks. The split, whatever. Oh, you know, it is whatever. Yeah. All right. So let's <laughs> let's move on to AEW. I mean, guys, it's a lot that's happening in AEW. So it's we're not a even going it's a lot. Uh so we're not gonna go over all of it. But the big big things we got we got questions on and stuff <laughs> like that. Um but like what? Yeah. What, no, what, I just what love not? the idea that we we're ready to go into like 
everybody we would talk about AEW in depth here but we we don't we have already talked about i know we really, yeah we really would we really would go into i'm i swear we really would, we would be always around time yeah <laughs> but no oh, we can do it we can talk about the forbidden door pay-per-view oh. because when this oh. dropped when this dropped i mean again I, it's so funny because i think i can't remember if we talked about it before we went on our break but like no. tony khan is always like I have a big announcement on Wednesday. Tune in on Wednesday. Like he did that like three weeks in a row. And by the like second or third announcement, I'm like Tony Khan, like every announcement can't be a huge announcement, you know, (laughs) but this was a huge, I'm not saying this was was a very huge announcement. I just wish, I don't know. I wish they would have promoted it differently or or spaced it out differently, but the forbidden door pay-per-view for AW, it's a Mm -hmm. week before, um, uh, money the 4th in the of bank. July. Yeah, yeah. That, works, that, that works too. Yep, yep. And it is a, a co-pay-per-view with AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. So um, people were excited. And I'm trying to, like, I don't know how they're going to do it. I think they're, what they're going to do is it looks, it seems like they're going to announce a few maybe announce a few matches beforehand, like build a, f- a few matches and then maybe just have surprise matches. I'm not truly sure. I've been dipping in and out, um, but mm. it seems like they're, they're currently building within themselves. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure how this pay-per-view is going to shake out. And I don't know if I missed something, if we miss something about like how they're going to structure this pay-per-view, let us know. Um, but when he initially announced, I was like, "Oh, okay, so so it's going to be like a whole night of just this AEW person versus this New Japan person, and like you know, no. when, they don't, they would never. Beforehand. I mean, I guess they could. That would be. But see, the thing is, the reason why I'm like, no, Mari, they wouldn't do that because that's such a WWE thing to do. What do you mean to kind of come up with like an arbitrary, not arbitrary, but come up with some unnecessarily strict." Here's how we're going to structure it. So mm-hmm. I, I could like I can't imagine AEW being like, oh, this is going to be like because WWE used to do a lot of SmackDown versus Raw, or we even had the invasion where it was WCW and ECW versus WWE. I think with AEW and especially with the pay per view where you're probably flying in a lot of people from Japan, um, mm-hmm. like I could I I could just logistically see them maybe keeping things flexible, maybe announcing the big matches. They're pro- I'm assuming there might be some like visa related issues with people. I don't know. I'm just making this up, but I like, I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to what we're going to get. I'm kind of curious about it. Mm-hmm. I'm worried though. I am worried that AEW will do the thing that they already do, which is where, you know, like we're expected to know more than we actually know. Like, cause we really mm. need like the WWE level of explanations for a lot of these people from Japan. Yeah. Just like, we do not know new Japan like that. So let's see what, how they approach it. I would give them the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. And they better not leave the women out. We need like a lot of women on this show. Mm, yeah. So uh, still, I, I'm out there. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, women too. yeah, I'm Googling it and it doesn't seem like we're, we still have 
too much. It's sold out. That's about it. I mean, and it, okay. it is. It says it's a joint pay per view. So I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm. That was just my like brain. Like oh, because that's that was no, the first thing that happened. Like once they announced it, people were like, oh, I want so and so versus so and so. I want so and so versus so and so. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess um, it's like the, it's like the when you have them under the same roof, it doesn't necessarily make sense just to do like. AEW versus like what's the point of having an AEW versus AEW match on a yeah a, a show Joint like this right or yeah. even it reminds me of like ECW one night stand when WWE used to do those and you know I think people would come sometimes have you know the show might get flack when it was like uh Christian aka Christian Cage versus like Chris Jericho I don't know if that was a match mm-hmm. on the show but they did matches like that where it's like we could just see them on Raw or Smackdown so why do we care to see it on this special show so mm. let's see but I mean looking at the New Japan roster like Okada is hopefully I mean big deal hopefully on the show. Tama Tonga formerly of the Bullet Club Tanahashi yeah. big deal I- like you have so many names that even I know that I have barely seen truly Russell, especially in the recent, you know, the recent months and all. So this right. is going to be interesting. And that's Seems. what it, and I, I also made a face because I forgot that that news just dropped about like Kota Ibushi, which is like, they, did they release Kota Ibushi from? So no, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, He's been making all sorts of accusations against them. I heard people were saying he was trying to like flee the country. I'm like, oh my what? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I truly don't stay in more people's business. Yeah, exactly. Um, and oh my gosh, yeah. He tweeted about like yakuza involvement and something about sexual (gasps) harassment. It was. It was. I believe. I look. What I would say is that I I mean whenever anyone comes out with accusations like that like he's definitely putting himself at risk whether Mm -hmm. or not there is Yakuza involvement in NJPW operations Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously like so that's serious that's scary and also wild timing with the Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up yeah, and he still has a, a shoulder w. injury, so like, I don't, I don't expect to see him on this pay per view or anything. Yeah, like that, which is so sad because really he, I was like kind of ex- hanging over it. Yeah, I was yeah, most excited to hopefully see him and Kenny Omega. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, oh. King got to come back, really. Um, but I mean, yeah, so uh, maybe we'll get more uh, answers after Double or Nothing in a few weeks um so they're they're getting they're all get they're getting up for double or nothing so maybe after double or nothing we'll we'll get a little bit more on the forbidden door pay-per-view but yeah, it was we need big, to not talk about, we, we need to not talk about the yakuza on here though i know <laughs> i'm not trying to play games Just let's get into the owen hart tournament it began this week we got a lot of we got some questions or just said or just you know comments that they wanted to hear us talk about that that tournament and i think the one thing that aw does really do really well when it comes these type of tournaments they make it feel like a big deal like yeah i do love that about it and especially in the contrast of nxt women's breakout tournament where it's like it was, it was like it felt like it was a big deal, but not as big like how AEW 
always does yeah. like their bracketology stuff and they um, really do and yeah. it's and they and they I love that down. because they re- they break it down and you know it could always be more in, in mm-hmm. but like I I loved um the bracketo- bracketology that they did for that one tournament where they had a lot of women from I think there's a lot of women from Japan specifically yeah, the, mm-hmm. they like I don't remember which what the tournament was called but it was like half yeah. and half almost where they did like half that of the matches sure. were there in Japan mm-hmm. and like I I appreciate that so much because it really lets you know like where people are in their careers and like stories and other things or even just like a brief line about who someone is is so helpful to then have predictions and other things. So for you, are you more interested in the women's side or the men's side? I would assume the so, women's side. Of course. <laughs> the women's I mean, side looks yeah. like really stacked to me. Like, uh, but Sheeta is actually out of it. That was yeah. a little weird too. Uh, that was um, weird and was replaced by um by uh, Chris Statlander. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we have Riho versus Ruby Soho. Oh my gosh. Red Velvet versus now it'll be Chris Stalin. So it's kind of like, um, yeah. (laughs) Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, which I think is something that we've seen a few times. And Tony Storm won that one already. So Tony has advanced. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is great for Tony. And yeah. then Britt Baker being in this is great. Joker. Yeah, she's a it's the Joker. So have we heard Yeah, because any- Britt so what happened there, just for those who don't know, is that Britt Baker was pinned in a tag match by Tony Storm. Tony Storm rolled her up and pinned her, which meant that Britt had to face the Joker, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting spot because it's Britt freaking Baker. Mm-hmm. So it's a big question of like, is the Joker going to beat Brick Britt Baker? And who is the Joker? Who is the Joker? I mean, in my I'm mind, gonna my be... mind immediately goes to mm-hmm. Athena, formerly Ember Moon. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. I did hear. But something. beyond her, I mean, it could be so many people. That's yeah. the thing. I always feel like it could be so many people, but. We normally kind of kind of know like yeah, yeah. before it happened. No, me and him just signed a short term contract with um Yeah. Impact. With, uh, Impact, yeah. I think she Which only and I don't know why, but I want to say it's like a six month contract. I'm not yeah. in the legal proceedings, but I feel seeing like her come hard. back, I was so <laughs> I miss <sighs> her so much. I'm I so think happy. that in this looking at this tournament though, my vibe here just from what I know I would assume that Britt Baker is going to win in this first round over the Joker somehow because she's Britt Baker but then again this is a good excuse for her to not win so Mm -hmm. and then like how Tony Storm is a face so it makes sense for her to go against Britt as the heel unless like the Joker I don't know they're confusing the hell out of me here but do you have a like who do you I'll ask two questions who do you mm-hmm. want to see win this tournament, Mari? Or who do you um, want to see in the finals if you don't just have one person? Let's see. I maybe think that's a I'm, I'm looking question. at the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I feel like it'd be Ruby. Mm, no, because she's already won a tournament there. Red Velvet never mm. seemed like I. I love Red Velvet, but it always seems like they have her job into somebody. 
I want you to know Chris Stadlander. I, I mean, yeah. Well, but she was just added too, so it's like Chris Statlander is not. Yeah, win the tournament. if it comes down to if it if it comes down to Britt Baker versus Tony Storm, do they just give this tournament to Britt Baker to give her something else to like talk about? But it can't be Britt Baker and Tony Storm in the end because they would be in the semifinals. Is that the what it's called? Yeah, that's what I'm, sorry. That's what oh, I mean. Like I was just yeah. thinking through like do I get them and then well, Tony did pin Britt to get her into that Joker spot. So it could really go either way. Like Britt could get a win on Tony and get to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I would like, well, so I so would is kind of like, I feel like Ruby mm-hmm. Soho is like the standout on the right side, but it doesn't red velvet is also interesting sense. just because of Jade and the baddie section. Yeah. Like I could see red red velvet potentially. I don't know. I don't Being know. Chris Statlander though, it's the, and it's the Owen Hart tournament too. Mm. Who's like the? Mo- this is actually something I was thinking about with the men's side and not the women's side yet. But it's like, who fits the Owen Hart tournament, the first ever Owen Hart tournament? And I could see Ruby potentially getting the win here. I, don't I feel like it'll be a win. face. She just, she I, literally just won the last or Tony or Tony, but I think it'll be I think a, it'd be I, Tony. Yeah. I, I feel like I could just picture two, uh, a face winning here too. and pod, probably even the other, the men's side, but we'll look mm-hmm. at that soon. I I, can, I, can, I really get, I wonder if it's the, it, we'd have to guess who that Joker is. Cause I don't know. I truly don't, I don't know who that could be Um, for the women. What's her name? Uh, Martha Hart, Owen's wife. Yeah, Owen's wife. Yeah. He'll just enter and just win. That'd be a good one. But no, I have no clue. Saying, who are people saying? Um, who are saying? Mari with maybe, her uh, the ground. I know. Uh, there's like lots of w- wishful thinking, but it's like Candace LeRae. Um, um no. I don't know who the- Claudio <laughs> is. Um, Claudio is the main, like Claudio, like that's um that's on the men's side. That's uh yeah, that's Cesaro. Side. Why are they putting it Cesaro? Oh, duh. Claudio why were they? Why would they put him under the female? Anyway, somebody got was, confused. Someone yeah. probably read Claudia and was like, "Oh, who's Claudia?" Somebody's like Tegan Knox. It's just like a lot of just random guesses. Oh hmm. God! Somebody said Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> I don't play. But I, I, I think a lot of it is again. Right. I think a lot of it is Ember Moon. I think we're uh, yeah. only Ember Moon, Athena. It makes sense. I mean, because like where is she? I think she's the one with this roster where I've heard the most people say like give her the spot. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of thoughts on Ember Moon. Yeah. We'll talk about Ember I, Moon. I can't see Ember Moon um beating Britt Baker. I, I can't see Britt Baker not advancing. I think that the Joker will come in and somehow Britt Baker will get the win. She mm-hmm. has her people. She right. has Jamie Hader. She has um, not Beth. What's her name? <laughs> Rebel. 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 Reba. Reba or Rebel? No. <laughs> <Beth>. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that Britt's going to win there somehow. All right. Let's move Sometimes on. Sometimes the, the Joker can't. Yeah, sometimes the Joker won't, you know, be the one who gets over and advances. And then there are the there's the, the men's. Um yeah, we have rape. Well, I'll just run through it. 
You know, mm-hmm. we have Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly in, on over on the left side. Samoa Joe versus the Joker the also Joker. on the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the right, Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen, and also Adam Cole versus Dax Hardwood. I think that that already happened. Jeff, did both of those already happen? Yeah, they Jeff both already, already happened. I know Jeff beat Darby, but I wasn't sure okay. Was yeah, mm-hmm. so Jeff and advanced, and then Cole. Adam Cole advanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and then the whole thing with like Dax so Harwood—that Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler had the really good match just to get they into did. the tournament. Yeah. Is, really good match um so this is such a strange tournament i'll just say like just maybe to like jump ahead to it um i of everyone in this tournament i think it'd be nice if kyle o'reilly i was thinking that wins because jeff hardy should not like one he's he is a marvel of like science like i don't even know how he's around how good for him i'm happy for him but he can't win this one because he's jeff hardy like he doesn't Mm -hmm. need it kyle o'reilly though would be an interesting win here uh, Mm -hmm. for the tournament and and he's also part of the phoenix though which is great is that tough to do Mm -hmm. not to drag phoenix i mean Relatively tough. And then the Joker is the big question mark here. I have no clue who the Joker could be. Yeah, some people are saying Johnny Gargano, Claudio, aka. And he I forgot Cesaro. I I literally forgot Cesaro. I I will say though that he could really. You know what? I'll take back what I said about Kyle O'Reilly. Even though it would be great to see him potentially win, this is the one where I could see the Joker winning, like the men's side. Maybe it's because Britt Baker is not right there as the obstacle. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like throw in Claudio as the winner of this. He's a good like representative of the Owen Hart legacy, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. Whoever wins the first time around. Mm -hmm. Sponsored by the Owen Hart Foundation, by the way. So like it does have to be someone who's a good representative of that legacy. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many um, options. So there's so many men in wrestling. Yeah, do they? Because are there any like other sticks for this? Do you know? I can't remember. Hmm. I'm not sure. I guess we'll I don't know. every time. Let us know, sticks, guys. Just yeah, like, if there's mm, any, Omaha like, sticks. once they win, is, is there anything else? Like, let us know. Yeah. Um, well. Um. Pride, yeah. I mean, yes, and representing Owen Hart and all that. Um, and um, yeah, let us know. We don't. We know. Let us know that you know is basically the because <laughs> we definitely already know. Right. right. Anything else yeah. that we have to talk about? What's the no? We, is that everything with AEW? That's everything. I mean, I know we did want to give a shout out to the baddie section, Jade, um, and um, Kara Hogan, and Red Velvet. I know, like, ooh, Jade pissed some people off uh, a few weeks ago when she called everybody in Pittsburgh. She called everybody in Pittsburgh ugly. Yeah, and Philadelphia too. Was it Philadelphia? Was she did it? She's I. I just know on Twitter she. 
on Twitter. She, she was like, look, Philly didn't show up or something like that. Or some people were in the comments like, no, Jade, the Philly girls are actually from Jersey. And it was just like a whole thing. What? It was a whole. Well, uh, people were not pissed. It's, it's her and her gimmick. Yeah. And well, the pit. Well, that's what I was saying. The Pittsburgh one did piss some people off because what she did said, she say about? The she said Pittsburgh. something like, "Ooh, it's hard to uh, or she said the people in Pittsburgh are really ugly. She's like, she like, <laughs> and you know, I saw it as a, I'm wearing my Baltimore shirt as a Baltimore Ravens fan. I found nothing wrong with the statement, but a lot of That's people so were pissed. I guess that her delivery so on that one was not good and it, it backfired a little bit. So she was in a little bit of hot water for her. Oh, oh wow. Uh, I didn't even bit. realize yeah, that. Yeah, she was. This like, happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like legitimately even, hot water. Wow. With some of the fans, like like some of the her, you know, her main fan base, like black women, it was like yeah, but yeah, I, I I guess I didn't hear what she said, so I have to go back and look it up. But it must not have been good. <laughs> People were actually offended by a heel saying some heel stuff. So ooh, look, Jade, just be glad that you have the baddie section. That is beautiful. I'm. So- I love I love Jade Cargill. I love that theme song. I love her. I love her. Um, her like I just love the whole package. And Smart mm-hmm. Mark Sterling is still there. Keep him around. Yeah. That man's loyal. Exactly. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling is hilarious. Yeah. I've been. I, I'm trying to see if I can find the Pittsburgh tweet because it it was just it was really blunt. I'm not gonna lie, and it was. And I thought that was the funniest thing about it, but again, uh, it was a tweet. Yeah, but you know, yeah, what? Jade is not Jade knows how to. Oh, what I see what you're saying. She said Philly baddies tag them. Please let them be better than Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> woo, yeah, it yeah. was tough pickings. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I like is I, that the thing that I, got people upset? My, well, no, that was the that was the follow. That was her doubling down. Like she okay. Was, yeah, that's why I doubled thought. down on on Pittsburgh, which because I remember seeing that one, kind of very hilarious to me. Pittsburgh I'm is sorry. a lovely city, Mari. It's wonderful, and people are incredible people, beautiful people. How dare you, Jade Cargill? So, um, I think that's about it. Um, <laughs> I love Jade. <laughs> I think that I think that is about it. Um, I want to be in the baddie section, Mari. Oh, okay. I found it. She said, man, Pittsburgh has some ugly people. <laughs> I mean, everywhere has ugly people. <laughs> All right. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <for> me. <laughs> Woo. Uh, every day we come on here and try not to get canceled. Um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the shoot because we, we got to get into this <laughs> oh yeah we have a shoot oh god we Woo! gotta go yes we gotta stretch. let's go stretch it out yeah we gotta we gotta go um so <sighs> this is the shoot um we each do week. The, each week <laughs> or whenever each we week. want or whenever we want to we talk about a real life uh, occurrence that uh, happens in wrestling that either like really grinds our gears or something we just want to talk about so um, we want to talk about Ember Moon Ember Moon yeah. gave a um, we, you know Tina. 
Athena. Athena, I want to sing Athena as much as possible. No, I'm I'm just like it's hard for me because I keep thinking of her as Ember Moon, and Ember Moon is such a distinct name. It is. That yeah. looks like let's and, get, get for me. My up. my rule with them is like until like she debuts as a yeah. you know because she's still technically in debut limbo. So that's why I was just referring yeah. to her as Ember Moon. Yeah. I think she's um, been on indies a little, but I have not. Oh, I, don't know if, I don't think it's been anything too notable or anything like Was that. Yeah. Okay. So, Texas, you know her. Texas yeah. Girl. Exactly. Texas. Um. So Athena uh, was talking about some of the meetings that she had in um, WWE. Um. And I think the the main clip that we're this is the main clip that went Uh-oh. viral. Yeah, she she said they had to, she had to sit through stupid meetings about how they had to dress sexy. Um, uh, <laughs> she said, "I'm not about to wear fishnets. Fish. I'm not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts." This is quite the sentence, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts because we had a two hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. Mandy is absolutely phenomenal and amazing person, but not everyone is Mandy Rose. That's Which I feel like fair. that, that, yeah, it's very fair. That's, and I think That's literally that, a just a fact. That last uh, comment, like, I think got lost by the wayside because all of the headlines were like, it, uh, uh, they, the headlines were like, Ember Moon basically it, it kind of it sounded like they made it sound like she dissed Mandy Rose. Like, Ember Moon didn't want to dress like Mandy Rose like they're two distinctly different people like of course yes. they're not gonna wanna but and the mm-hmm. thing I remember that I want to kind of also mention with this and Ember I do remember reading this at some point I don't know if it was after like after this initial interview or as part of it but she was saying like look my thing is I am packaged for kids like I'm not mm-hmm. My goal is not to be sexy. It's to be very kid friendly. And I never really thought about that with Ember Moon, but like me neither. 1000% makes sense. And you could see Mm -hmm. it where it's like, okay, this is like the nerdier, relatable, more sci fi, again, child friendly. Mm -hmm. And you need that in wrestling. Not again, not everybody is Mandy Rose. Not and Mandy Rose is great at what she does, but not everyone is going to be that in her. We'll link the story in our description, but um, mm-hmm. Ember, the Ember Moon, um, it was like a interview. She talked about her last four months in WWE, and it's like it's so bad. It's like they're exactly what we thought they were in a sense. Like she talks about how basically the rug just kept getting pulled out from under her, like mm. consistently and continuously. Um, yeah, like she was talking about how her and Shotzi were rolling and then all of a sudden she gets a call Shotzi got pulled up to the main roster and she's like oh okay that's great Great, no, but no not, yeah. Shotzi not only got pulled up to the main roster but she got pulled up to the main roster with Tegan Knox as her mm-hmm. tag team partner which Ember was like well that's not Ember. weird yeah yeah. yeah like it's so not like Shotzi went up to be a solo act it's like she went up to be a tag team with Tegan Knox even though she was in a tag team with Ember and we we I distinctly remember us talking about this and being like what they had just competed on NXT like the week before they were so just champions like the week before and they and Ember in her um 
in her interview was like, we have merch out. <laughs> like it didn't like it truly didn't make sense. But they told her, yeah, it's OK. Shotzi got pulled up, but we have something for you. We have something for you. So she's like, OK, cool, cool, cool. Then she goes and meets with Hunter. Um, they think that they're going to get some stuff ready for her. And she's like, they were going to turn her heel. She talks about how she wanted to do like a losing streak. I love a good losing streak into a heel turn. That's my jam, you know, but she's like, they filmed the first, um, they filmed the first one where she lost to, I don't even know who she lost to, but then they took her off a TV for three weeks. Like you, that's not how you book that. And then Mm -hmm. like she, they had her work with Cora Jade on 205 Live and they really liked that. And they put her in a match versus Mandy Rose and they were like, well, this is where we're going to do the turn. Mind you, she had been like pulled on and off of TV. She hadn't got to do the, the losing streak before they wanted to turn her heel. But even that, they were kind of like, oh, but we kind of like want to slow burn it. So when they kind of turn her heel, we didn't know. She didn't even know if she would turn heel because why would you turn Ember Moon heel on Mandy Rose? Exactly. It doesn't make sense like that. No. She was talking about how when she first talked to the writers, um, um, how those writers had just came from SmackDown and Raw. They didn't even know she was formerly a tag team, NXT tag team champion. Like they didn't even, yeah, they weren't even watching NXT. She said, yeah, but you know what? That makes sense too, because Mm -hmm. like, you know, we've talked, we talked more about in the times of Kenise Mobley. That was a moment almost Mm -hmm. a year ago about how, like they were not looking to hire people who were fans. So maybe that's not that all, all that surprising. Yeah. I mean, not just people that are fans, but like those writers were coming from SmackDown and Raw, they said. So they weren't even watching NXT. Their old writers weren't watching NXT. So, Oof. yeah. Right. So she was just talking about how we watch NXT and we don't even work there. <laughs> exactly and how like it just kept getting stuttered and stopped and then like, like I said then Hunter disappeared we we were talking about that shake yeah. up behind NXT and all of that and then she was told that she, one day she was told like oh yeah Vince wants you to go back we're going to turn you heel but when we want you to go back to the dye your hair the fire colors and get the contacts we're going to do that so she said she did all of this stuff to get her hair which costs lots of money takes a lot of time then she yeah. showed up at TV and they pulled her segment and then they not only pulled her segment but then they told her that they were going to take her off tv indefinitely and then they asked her to like coach and stuff like that and that was another part of the interview that got more like the Mandy rose stuff got a lot of um play and then her talking about how no i'm not going to be a trainer i don't want to train these people especially since some of these people don't even care about wrestling like i do like that got a lot of of stuff without people like going back and looking at some of the that that stuff about them like yanking her chain and stuff Totally. And it's just, for me, it's just very, it's it's a pattern. Like, I'm seeing a pattern. When black What's women the leave, yeah. the pattern is when black women leave their prospective employers and they, you know, talk about their true feelings about WWE a la, you know, um, uh, Big Swole. Like, they get a whole mm. bunch of backlash. But, like, let a man do it. You know, let a Daniel Bryan or an Adam Cole or a CM Punk air out their grievances yeah. about WWE and it's like they really yes, King, yes they love it you know like yeah. Ember Moon got shredded for for shredding WWE like how like normally if anybody says anything bad about WWE people eat that shit up and even that was like even they were like nah nah like oh she's so entitled like they asked her to be a trainer and she's so entitled about not wanting to train the next generation what kind of attitude is that it's like she's so they, yes, very young please. 
like she still has passion for wrestling. If she yeah. doesn't want to be a trainer, she doesn't need to be a trainer. You know what I'm saying? Like if she doesn't want to do the job that they want her to do, then she doesn't need to do that job. She's like right. the, the, we have at will employment. You know, she's allowed to move on. They're allowed to get rid. Like she doesn't need to do it. And it's sad though because at the end of the day, the thing that I always come back to and you know, it's so hard to talk about because like, it's really hard to pin this on people, but like people will take any excuse to say, you know, just to be hard on, um, we're talking about black women here. Yeah. We'll take (laughs) an excuse to be hard on black women, but also you'll see this with other, you know, people of color or other black people where it's like, you do the smallest thing. And then the reaction ends up being like so much worse than Again, it should like, disproportionately worse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then like the people trashing you and it's like, oh, you just wanted to be angry at a black woman today. You wanted a reason to get your racism out today mm-hmm. and you're using Ember Moon for that. You're using Kenise Mobley for that. You're using, mm-hmm. you know, insert big performer here mm-hmm. and Big Swole for that. And it's so transparent, but mm-hmm. But they just don't like when we start to talk about that and say, that's the reason why they're coming for her. Then we're the ones who are talking too much about race and not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't say us as in the wrestling wrap up, mm-hmm. but like black people and other people of color are talking too much about race. When we point out something that is clearly tied to race clearly. and to gender. And then it's annoying when you have people like freaking Booker T Ugh. who I'm done with. I'm done with Booker mm-hmm. T. I've been done with Booker T. I thought mm-hmm. there are lots of reasons to be done with Booker T. Um, the last few weeks, ever since his comments here, which I'll talk about in a second, I've been even thinking back to myself about the whole Booker T Triple H storyline from like 20 years ago. And that makes me uncomfortable because mm-hmm. there were a lot of racial undertones there that happened. And like, you know, whatever. I'm not even going to go there. But what I will say is Booker T heard what Ember Moon said about this, about not wanting to dress sexy, you know, mentioning Mandy Rose. And he said, I don't know why she made comments throwing in Mandy Rose's name. Why? I don't know why she put Mandy Rose's name out there. Like some meetings, you leave those backstage. WWE doesn't want that to get out there is essentially what he was saying. And he's like, I understand you voicing your opinion, but leave basically leave Mandy Rose out of it. And mm-hmm. like, dude, you are doing the same thing yeah. that you are accusing Ember of doing. She mentioned Mandy Rose. One, she wasn't even critical of Mandy Rose in any way. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, handle your business backstage. Keep the backstage. And you are giving an interview publicly, talking publicly, wherever the the, the heck it was about mm-hmm. ember and it's like you know each other well like you tra- yeah you trained her that's her mentor like yeah that background so why can't you just call her and text her and have that conversation but instead you are now telling her not to air her business publicly because you apparently think it's okay for you to tell this young black woman about how and where she could express herself but then mm. you also feel the need to then talk about like you are talking about her you just keep like what what is going through Booker T's uh, mashed potato brains? Like, I don't want to know what's happening, but it is a mess. And 
he it's just so hypocritical like i don't understand why he feels the need to step in and say anything about Ember because all it manages to do it's similar to what i think about with uh what's his name powerhouse hobbs over yeah. in AEW with right. big swole it's like you're just discrediting a black woman in this case and you're fueling the people who are against her it is sad i feel so bad that she had like that Ooh, yeah but this is this is it death taxes and booker t caping and, and, and <laughs> chucking and jiving like he he <laughs> you think he would have learned about his his yeah. comments about naomi uh, and you know what i'm saying he's always what did he, he say about naomi said, oh did he say she didn't he work was, hard enough did she say that what did he say um i know I, like, like i already know i know booker t- what did you say about her? When, when you know Naomi deserves a chance, like when Naomi was tr- trending, because you know she always the yeah is trending. Like back when in twenty twenty when she was trending, Booker was like, um, "All these hashtags, they're not going to do anything, and, and nobody deserves a chance." You know, um, she, it's she, almost you get like it. like it's like what? it's so yeah. It he, makes me he, uncomfortable he, though. Yeah, he 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 will. He seems to do that a lot, especially when it comes to the black women. I can't remember if he had uh, if he said something about Sasha as well. Um, wow. Yeah, um, so, but he. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It, he used to be on record for like not liking Sasha. So like, it's outside like, outside of even like outside of the well, you actually. I don't even need to do this to detach the racial dynamics of it mm-hmm. because those are a big factor in this um, and just in, you know, in how we are talking about and how we perceive this story. But like, just stay out of people's business, Booker T. Like, you don't need mm-hmm. to get in the women's business and tell them what they should and shouldn't be saying. That to me is just the other piece of this where it's like nobody asked. And even if someone asked, you need to kind of take your own advice and just not say anything and, and just don't get in the yeah. middle of it, but you can't help it because I don't know why you feel it, like you need to get in the middle of it. T it's that very, very old school elder, like black state statesman. Who's like, yeah. you know, the assimilation <laughs> is real. Yeah. Get along to get along. And it's just, just it's like respectability politics. Yes. Too shut the hell up Booker T like we don't need this you you like like you said that's you have Ember's number so you did not have to do this you know what I'm saying you did not have to do this and I I'm against anybody who is against people expressing themselves you know yeah like we said if it if 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 um John Moxley can go on uh Jericho's podcast and and you know say all everything that he said about WWE you know if CM Punk can do that like I said if if um what uh was it was it Sheeta or was it uh Riho who came out after Swole did and basically said the exact same it was Riho Riho I think yeah who, it was Riho. who said the exact same thing about um what Swole was saying like anybody can express why they left the job you know I I I I don't like it like I like in interviews I'm fine with it like bringing it to TV is kind of annoying you know with yeah. little jabs on TV like that to me is very annoying but like people have freedom to express themselves and and their you know their experiences so this was truly truly not needed and he can he could really kiss my ass like truly. i was gonna say he could kick rocks um, yeah. but he could do all of it and you know it is sad it is really sad because i think for 
a lot of us, you know, Booker T was, I'll at least say for me, mm-hmm. Booker T was really, um, I don't say that he was like powerful representation, but like we didn't have he, much, he we didn't was. have many options. Said, we didn't have many options. Yeah. We didn't have many options and Booker T was really up there. And I even remember my, my dad would talk about Booker T and mention him, you know, and like, how's Booker T doing? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and it was just like, it's like, you're, you're disappointing. And that's really it. And I just don't have the energy to even be upset with him. It, I just kind of want him to go and just like go away. We don't need him around anymore. I hope he's happy in his retirement with his training school and all. But yeah, and to continue his, this. yeah, and to continue his quote, he said, "Like I say, yeah. I understand wanting to voice your opinion, but I'm not going to throw Mandy Rhodes under the bus or anything like that because of the way she's going out there and doing her work. If that's the way the company no wants the direction to go." <laughs> To, to go in okay that's the way they want to go and that's not my choice it's not I'm not down with it check me out I'm not down with it it's just as simple as that really as far as I'm concerned like hmm. nowhere in that statement did Ember Moon throw Mandy Rose under the bus like and then yeah and, but the thing is like Booker T is being on oh don't air things publicly don't put it out there and then like he goes on to to reference his own fight backstage maybe 15 or so almost 20 years ago with Batista where he's like back in the day when I fought Batista you know he's talking about how he didn't address it publicly or air it publicly and it's like dude you are literally talking in a form that's public now about the situation you had so but, but also I just it wasn't don't understand back then too it's, and it was a different time and it it's like literally regardless of what he experienced it's completely different than what people it today was, experience it's a completely okay. different wrestling world and landscape so he's just tired you know he's tired and um it's done. he it's needs over. to go to sleep exactly he needs to go to sleep yeah so that's it for the shoot that's it for the wrestling wrap but we need to get out of here like that was <laughs> yeah what the heck why are we on here for I guess so it long was, it was so much it was so much if you're still here thank you for um hanging out with us uh matt uh what do you got going on okay let me tell the people where they could find me so you can mm-hmm. find me at matt scott gw hit me on the twitters um you could find me uh recently talking about Heartstopper over on post show recaps Ooh. with Stella Skews You, Grace Leader. Great mm-hmm. show. Great podcast experience with mm-hmm. Grace. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. You could also find me, there's exciting stuff coming up in June. You could find me over on the uh, a Pod Friends coming back in June sometime. So stay tuned for the exact dates of that because I need to record interviews still. And um, another, ex- I won't spoil it, but there's a another project that's focused on kind of pride month and that's all I'll say, but something that we're working on that I'm working on with someone for RHAP. So stay tuned for that also coming in June. (laughs) And then on top of all of that, bam, this week I, uh, for my work, I had a podcast come out for Nat Geo. Um, and it, it's called the greening of Pittsburgh featuring the beautiful of Pittsburgh. There you go gorgeous and also mm-hmm. smart and great at climate solutions stuff so um check that out that's my pinned tweet um over on twitter matt scott gw but 
so much going on. I'm just happy to be back on the wrestling wrap up, Mari. Um, yeah. Which is probably why we're going so long. Nearly three mm-hmm. hours, just like old times. Just like old times. <laughs> uh, so you can find me over on Post Show Recaps, where me, Chappelle, and Latanya are finishing up Atlanta tomorrow. Um, the next episode will be about the penultimate, penultimate episode of season three of Atlanta. So um, go check that out. Um, you, you can also find me and Sarah Carradine right here on RJP wow. on Crime Scene. Yes, every week Ooh. we bring True Crime Tuesdays to RHAP. Please, if you haven't listened to our last episode, why haven't you? Um, but it's it, we uh, reviewed The Painter and the Thief. Um, every week we review true crime properties and give our recommendations. And we had a great guest, Sarah D. Bunting, on this week. And we talked about a property that might be a little bit further removed from true crime. Um, mm-hmm. But it was very interesting. Go hear our thoughts on it. If you like emotional uh, human story style documentaries. Check out The Painter and the Thief. It's available on, I think, Hulu here in the, the States. And then go listen to us talk about it. Very interesting property. Um, but uh, you can follow us on, at Crime Scene. Um, go to Twitter uh, at Crime Scene RHAP. That's C R I M E S E E N R H A P. That's Crime Scene, mm-hmm. like S E E N. Um, on Twitter, and then you can go subscribe to the Crime Scene feed by going to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed to go listen to me and Sarah. Um, it's It's been a wild ride. It's been so great. So, you know, continue oh. on the path with us. And um, yeah, Wrestling to Have Us back. I'm glad. I'm glad to be back with you, Matt. I, I truly I'm glad to be back. Truly am. We're so if... It. Yeah, so hopefully... Flow. So hopefully you've already subscribed to the Wrestling Rehab Up, but if you haven't, go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. Send us any long form uh, questions. Uh, send them to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. You can email them to us. And then, of course, hopefully you're following us on Twitter at Wrestling Rehab Up on Twitter using uh, the hashtag Wrestling Rehab Up to join the conversation. Hashtag. And of and of course, like we said, ho- hopefully also, if you're on Facebook, come join us on the Job Has a Squadcast Facebook group. I-, I keep telling everybody, like, that's where we get, like, that's where we get some discussions going. That's where we get the questions. It's a great, great, like, little community there that we love to, like, dip in and out of. Um, yeah. So let us- and you could. Yeah. And also you could interact with people like literally when we mention people on the podcast, those are mm-hmm. real people and you could interact yeah. with them in the Facebook group. And I think as Mario was about to say, hit us up at mm-hmm. Mario Talks exactly. much, at Matt Scott GW. Let us know that you want to be part of the group. You could even email us wrestling at robberswebsite.com. Let us know, but we will get you into the exclusive club, the job club, I'll call it. Yeah. Exactly. So, Matt, it's been great to be back. I am so excited to dive in next week. So, until next week, remember wrestling is for everybody, but not all wrestling is for everyone. Bye. Bye. 
them up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Wrestling little half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Pull a Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple of huh? Best podcast, rush it in the air, huh? From the rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Wrestling little half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.